Straight Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am riffin'. Mitch is riffin'. What more can I say? Straight, straight riffin'. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate or fry. Hate or fry. I should put on a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. Right. All right. Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. Oh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is August 27th, 2012, episode 76. It is time to riff the fuck on. I am your host, Reverend Mitch Marzoni. And with me, as always, is the hater for hire, the difficult brown, Mr. Teddy TMI. Tutson, how the fuck are you, sir? Oh, Mitch, I'm still standing. I'm uh, boiling with the rage and intensity right now. I'm riffing <laughs> on that Nat Turner riffing. I'm on that avenged Michael Dukakis for 88 riffing right now, Mitch. You know what I'm saying, son? I will put the helmet on inside the tank. You know what I'm saying, baby? Uh, yet again, I have no idea what you're saying. Riff-opus, but we're going to uh, introduce our guest this evening. Give a warm welcome to Mr. Henry Dickman, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm good. You did not seem very hateful when you picked me up outside of the building. <laughs> I'm a little shocked, but I'm really like I feel really bad now because I brought up so many great Michael Dukakis supporting <laughs> statements, and now I find that you hate no, him. It's okay. It's okay. I love Dukakis. No, I'm avenging Dukakis. <clears throat> I am on. I'm on Team Dukakis all the way, son. Khakis for everybody. <laughs> I uh, I went to school with one of his kids. Word? Yeah. You were deep into Dukakis's? Well, that was uh, that would have been Arizona. What a miserable last name to have as a kid in elementary school. Dukakis. Uh, well, that's I, I never thought of it back in the day when I was that's in tough. school. And it, it would he was be... a candidate and we'd make fun of it. How yeah, yeah. miserable it must have been. Well, that's the thing. In Arizona, it was got cock and doo-doo so. in it. You'd think. Again, you'd think. I think I think that's why it was like very obvious. Like his dad was, was in Arizona. He was very, very uh, active. So I think that the kids were like, I'm not making fun oh, of Oh, too easy also, maybe. You know, it's like, like oh, well, dude, 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 caucus. And everyone's like, come on, man. I feel yeah, like you can like only, too I feel like easy. Because then your like parents are going to, you also. don't want to, you don't want to be on that. You know what I mean? If it's, if you insult a kid whose dad is like, runs a tow yard, who gives a fuck. But if you Seeking insult service. a dude, you know, dad, Seeking yeah. service, that's right. You don't want to fuck with that. So you're like, hey, Steve, what's going on? Or whatever. I don't know whatever his name was. <laughs> Steve Dukakis? I don't know his name. My name's How Mark. Boring. Hey, whatever you say. You got a last name like Dukakis. You got to go really basic with the first name, though. Yeah. yeah Dude, Mike. You've got it. Yeah, Joseph. You can't be, be Moonchild Dukakis. <laughs> no. Blanket. Yeah. Blanket. Blanket Dukakis. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I'll that tell you what. That's why really did you good, take actually. your fake ID and get out of my establishment? <laughs> I really am Blake Dukakis. You know, fucking Monopoly money and ah, you get out of here. This really is Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it. God, you got me. <laughs> Only one of these was a ruse. <laughs> I, my identity is legitimate, I promise. Good night, everybody. <laughs> 
sky running moon unit Dukakis uh, here in the house. Sky I mean, running. Uh, uh, we were talking just before the podcast. It's always awkward when somebody shows up three minutes early. Um, no, man. It's because the warm-up, bro. That's, because <laughs> then it's all the good stuff happens. Bonded, and then we, we start the really show deep, really and, it becomes, uh, and it becomes like right. we, we never get to the previous we always talk about like yeah we were talking about this before the show and we, we never get to, to it so let's get into it roll before we but you should henry, know henry we had here. a deep fast fast bond no i saw a that fast saw bond that. uh henry here was discussing how uh very recently in just uh within five years was living on the same street that i live on now uh it, it was it's been a little longer than that but my okay. first apartment in la was just around the corner like okay and like um you could throw a crack needle and probably hit the building. Speaking of right. crack, that was the fun fact that we <laughs> yeah. all kind of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the curb, the curb thing. Yeah, yeah. in the center of the street. It, yeah, it yeah. was. It was a, a huge crack. Uh, crack run. Crack run. And, and still, I still, put in I still walk crack cruises. I still walk Yucca like to get to Hollywood and Highland because you I avoid you all the crack. foot foot traffic. Oh and, yeah, uh, it's a scary. You know, even it's today, scary, it's still scary to go down those streets. Like I gotta watch anybody with a hoodie. I'm on the other side of the street. I'm walking a little bit faster. Sure. Well, we've all learned. I can imagine the thing, the hoodie during the middle of the of the crack uh, days. <laughs> that was probably a pre very pre map. Yeah, those three blocks were probably just. A this was pre Hollywood and Highland. Yeah. Also, like it used to be that Hollywood and Highland was just a couple of buildings you could buy souvenirs in. Yeah, yeah. Before any of the fancy Kodak theater, oh, that gentrification, the, out, the outdoor mall. And it all doesn't that work. All these fancy um, Art Deco buildings they put up that we were talking about. Also, the yeah. Art Deco buildings. Who that would want to live in those apartments wants to live in this neighborhood? I don't understand why it's they a, tear down the brick a, and hardwood. that's why they're right next to Hollywood and Highland. Right. Because no. if you're right over there, you might because you could you could lull yourself into this uh, falsified sense of security. Very where if all you see is Hollywood and Highland with the big elephants and the fucking Superman, tourists and, and movie premieres every yeah, now and then. Sure. And, uh, you know, everything's brand new over Kimmel. there and they build up the whole thing. <laughs> and if you get an apartment right there on that corner and they get concierge service, so it's like you don't have to go to the grocery store yourself anymore. You could lull yourself into thinking like, no, I live in a real no, nice. You, you've lulled But like me. walk a block and you're <laughs> fucking. I think you did it. I think I'm going to move me right. and my right. new wife right. to Hollywood and Highland. It, it makes so much yeah. sense. Like Perfect. when you see people at these malls that have the apartment condos in it and they live over the mall. Yeah. Does yeah. that seem yeah. like a very short, you mean like on, idea? On, uh, on uh, like Sunset and Vine, or like the Gro- what's the Grove in Pasadena or uh, in Glendale or whatever? Right, right. Yeah, 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 Americana, yeah, 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 yeah. they got condos yeah. over there. Like that seems like it'd be fun for about a minute. Yeah, right. Like ah, oh, look at everyone shopping, and the next day you're like, oh, those fat messes. Fuck this. It's what did I do yeah. with my life? It's it's weird. It's like the same thing. Where like in Houston, I was talking about my friend had his wedding at this, these lofts, and I was like, oh, that sounds like a real cool thing, and I, you know, it's like a fancy ballroom, but then people actually live there. It's the old school kind of loft thing, and it's downtown, and it's just like I don't really want to live in the place where like a wedding party is happening downstairs in my living room. I know no one. No, now you're a photographer. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. Like one of my really good buddies, great photographer, has a loft downtown. Makes sense. Because he lives in one little part and he uses the rest of the thing as his uh, studio. Yeah. Like but it, I don't like the idea of not like. It's a, it just seems weird. You can only you. jerk off in the bathroom. <laughs> There's no other privacy. <laughs> You got no, no other options. No, just the bathroom. There's no balcony. Ugh, there's boring. No, there's no tanning going so on. So boring. At all. I mean, it's just weird. Like if you have people come over and you're like, "Oh, by the way, uh, there's gonna be a wedding happening." <laughs> just like walk through everybody. Take Don't, it easy. Yeah, just be cool, man. Be just, cool. Grab some more nerves. <laughs> Let me know if something's good. I'll come down. Yeah. Anyone in a white dress? No yeah. grab ass. <laughs> I will say, like uh, right over by. Uh, 
Sunset and La Brea. You know where the the Ralphs is, the Rock and Realm. So oh, the like, old yeah, school yeah, Rock yeah, and yeah, Ralphs, yeah. sure. I would love to live across from there. I would save so much money to have an actual grocery store. CVS has gotten cheaper over the years. It's not oh, you got no grocery uh, store over here. But that's that's right. the closest thing I had to a grocery yeah. store. You got Trader Joe's just opened up on the other yeah. side. Yeah. You got that. That's you got still that, kind you got of that, a ways. You got it's the farmer's market. Than, it's for, the very I'm talking domestic. if I lived across the street from a grocery oh, store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. I would never. I, and nothing would ever go bad. <laughs> I live across the street from a Trader Joe's, and it's the greatest thing. It's pretty fucking amazing. Fucking asshole. And even closer is a bank, so I can always be like. Like, oh, I never go there. It's a very domestic beginning, by the way. We've we've hit the yeah, grocery yeah. store. It is amazing though when a grocery store is across from you because you you have that moment where if you don't do something, you're like, fuck, I am being really lazy right now. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah. no Oh, when you drive no across excuse. the street to the grocery store, you realize what an asshole you are. Yeah. You're just like, oh, this yeah. is the most fucking pathetic thing. And the only thing that like redeemed it is I was up in the hills. So I was like, I had to, I couldn't walk downhill and then walk back up, you know? I Wouldn't like, want to. Yeah. I was like, what am I? 1700s? This is crazy. I'm going to take the transportation, <laughs> but like you still have so much self going to turn into the Donner party just going to the grocery store for fuck's sake. <laughs> Why would I go to the grocery store to see my buddy? <laughs> we just wanted some Doritos. We're so lazy. It's like, have you seen this, uh, the photo that's going around the internet where it's like the African, clearly like African child and he's looking at a white lady really confused and the sign oh, is, yeah, 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 yeah. let me get this straight. You have so much clean water you shit in it oh yes yes i've seen We're that. I love lazy. that. The skeptical yes i've yes. seen that skeptical african child before skeptical it african is one of my favorites. Yeah. it is the new world what you're talking about willis <laughs> he's definitely it's a very gary coleman it's very very solid it's true the new world what you're talking about willis new world what you're talking about willis you're writing it down it's the board we write down things yeah, on the board. So, oh, that's things great. on the board yeah, yeah. we got to make notes and then at the end you take a photo with the board so that we have oh i like that i like that the new world what you talking about willis i'm curious how you're going to spell what you talking about uh what you oh yeah, I'm thinking W H A T C H U, but maybe uh, maybe I put too many letters in there. That's just what? how I would nah, do you it. Said a lot okay, of letters. I would do the apostrophe bout. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So what he's got two about? apostrophes. Yeah, he's yeah. got so many apostrophes. Yeah. Oh, I oh you did what? What apostrophe chew. chew. I do what chew is one. Bow. Okay, that's right. Yeah. Thank okay, you. so many apostrophes. We should call them apostrophes. <laughs> well, well played, sir. Well played. Apostrophes. <laughs> oh, pop. And like shorten it. Where's my where's my apostrophes? So bothers the shit out of me that I still can't give. I can't give you shit about strength anymore. I say that strength, strength, and length. Yeah. Oh, oh. But I, What'd you say? Everybody but on I this picked side it up of the table. A, I picked it up as an affectation because I thought it sounded so fucking cool. Everybody knows something about being black, Mitch. I'm sure I heard an African-American gentleman Yet say again, it. I can't and win. I was like, strength. Yeah, right? Strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost a, like you understand. Here's what happened is for like <laughs> for like a year and a half or so of no doing this podcast, for like a year and a half, whenever we talked about strength, <laughs> Teddy would say strength. <laughs> And I was Here like, I was like, I was like, listen, that's not how it's pronounced. There's a G in there. The E is not pronounced I. <laughs> and then I found this, this site that I was just going to talk about for the amount of times that we have conversations. How would we say that word? I think it's this and I think it's that. Not so much just uh, not arguments say, just curiosity. And I was like, oh, there's a site that'll tell you how to say things. And I was like, we can end this fucking, I should have done it before the show, but I did it on the show. I pulled, I typed in strength. Expecting to rub it in his face, and the no. guy says, "Strength or strength." Ooh, <laughs> that's a 
not true. Oh, yes. That's not true. It was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Henry, Henry. Oh, it was one of the best days of the fucking oh, podcast. I like that your reaction to it was the same as his reaction. I can't believe it. It was unbelievable. It was it was swing low, sweet chariot. We coming up. Beautiful. <laughs> that's really beautiful and real. Yeah. Strength. Yeah. It his was, his it disappointment. Was real beautiful. You know those moments where like someone has invested a lot in being like, and this is the day that yep. you go down, yeah. and it just like implodes. Especially when you didn't actually instigate it. <laughs> You were like, oh, here we go. I'm just a man here. living his life. Oh, I got to deal with this proper English website. Right. It's going to play me out. Just trying to Did say not. words. Here I have we go. Friends this, that... is, this is the this oh. is the one. So howjsay.com. I, I, I type in strength. Strength or strength. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Revivalist, we did it. That that is like what like my friends at this point when I accidentally say strength will literally stop a conversation and go, what's that? Oh, you and I'll say, and then I'll say, strength, gross. Now, now you (laughs) got the evidence. I got Exhibit A for your strength. Oh, strength. (laughs) Who's that guy? Who's that guy that sits around and just reads words in the (laughs) internet? He's like, this is the worst job I've ever. Lonely or myself? (laughs) I'm terribly lonely. <laughs> lonely or Tom? You know because that is a, like the most believable sentence. I feel like he would utter. Like they're like, all right, lonely. we're done. Re- we're done recording, Gary. Like, <laughs> That's great. His name is Gary. <laughs> Hello, I'm Gareth. The word is wasted. Li- oh God. Oh God. Oh, it's a breakthrough. <laughs> I would love to hear the the edit sessions from those those recordings right there. Just the all the off. Oh, stuff. what word would he just not get right? Yeah, this gotta be one where he would just like would flip out. That like cause some sort of trauma trigger or something. In how him. many times do you think he gets in like arguments with his friends? Go, no, listen, I know how to pronounce. <laughs> wait, that wait, word. arguments with his what? Well, okay, too sure. <laughs> <laughs> his cats. There you go. It's, it's pronounced, pronounced meow. There it is. There you go. <laughs> Oh, it's so good when you get to the same place <laughs> yeah. as another person at the same time. Yeah. Just let oh, them play through. Man. It's pronounced meow. <laughs> Mittens. Listen to me. Mittens. Oh, Mr. Snickers. This is, this, is, this is how lonely I think Listen this here, guy Boots, might be. Bootsy. This is what I do all day, Bootsy. I can give you a range for this. It's I w- meow. I once worked at this uh, TiVo upgrade <laughs> and repair place. Like, people would send in the TiVos and we would save their shows, put like a, a bigger hard drive in, like 750 gigs, a terabyte. I just shit. Wow, just watch your shit. Right, right. I mean, just everything, man. Just, I mean, it was. I watched through my TiVo. You would think, but like, you haven't hit terabyte status yet, man. Wow. So we got, we get people coming in to spending all, they got all kinds of money, obviously. They got nothing but TV shows in their life to keep them company. And I got a call from this one guy who was ordering an upgrade for himself. I'm on the phone with him and he just starts telling me about how like sad and alone he is and how like, the, for, customer? For, the customer, the customer, and, and like they're looking at me. Everyone's looking at me, and it's a small staff warehouse. So I like my face is clearly like fuck depression. And this guy's telling me how like for Christmas he'll go out weeks in advance and uh, like buy gifts for himself, mm-hmm. and then like wrap the gifts. So and he just, forgets what and just, is and just leaves them under the tree. Oh no! And you know, then like he will have cr- gifts to unwrap on Christmas Day, 
and how like he'll do the similar kind of thing. Way in advance, he forgets what it is. Yeah, like a little bit of that thing, like for his birthday. You know what I mean? Like a similar kind of thing. And I was like, "Fuck, this is the saddest shit I have ever heard." That is literally the saddest (laughs) shit I have ever heard. I want to say I've really heard some terrible, sad shit. I lived in Los Angeles for twelve, fifteen years. That is the saddest. Because like it was, it was supposed to just be a fucking transaction, and then like he hit somebody. (laughs) Like I'm just trying to work, man. Right, like bro, like I really just want to ring up. Sadness. Uh, I, I will give you a. I will give you a a, cor- a corollary to that. You know, uh, Mr. Snickers, please. You know, Mike Rowe, the micro dirty sure, jobs. Yeah, yeah, you know, he used to be on QVC. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, really? So he, you know, smooth talking, uh, look good looking yeah. guy in a suit. Older women good for sitting at home. Uh, sure. They're gonna they're gonna call up QVC and he, just, while they talk to him. he was like he was like, look, I've used this as an opportunity to get comfortable with the camera. So he'll just talk to him. So there's like entire YouTube archives of like him dealing with these women. They're like, I really like the doll you sold last week. And he's like, yes, yes, uh, they are fun. <laughs> and she's like, I have to be careful because I'm running through my credit cards. And he's like, yep, yeah, I want to. <laughs> so here, I'll, I'll play you one real quick in case you think I'm making this up. That guy's guy right. had an amazing career life. Yeah. Uh, here's one of, with a porcelain doll. Oh, my God, sometime. it is him. Look at that hair. Yeah. Louisiana. How are you this morning, Lee? After listening to you sing a while ago, I'm just wide awake. Was I singing today? I wasn't singing today, was it? Oh. Yes, that was beautiful, Mike. I don't think it's words to that song. I don't know the words. I mean, the the guy just. Do you know? Consummate professional. Merry little Christmas day. But you sounded good. I was scat singing. (laughs) I knew that. He's just chilling. I don't know. It's a pretty melody, that's for sure. But, well, it uh, sure is, and the doll's beautiful. But you're singing. I was frightened. This is like the weirdest it? seduction no, she loves ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So you get the idea. Very bizarre. I get the idea. But there's I like, there's I like can't thousands stop of watching. Them. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. He also, That'll be the whole show if I don't stop it there. You could watch it because there's like hundreds of them. If looks, you just look micro QVC, it's there's like uh, several hundred. It looks a little bit, and like a little bit. I mean, disturbing a lot. Uh, like Ben Affleck. You know, he really looks clips. like... Yeah, yeah, go I back again. He oh, actually yeah. looks exactly like Mitt Romney. <laughs> I'm not trying to make a joke. No, like, he's got the hair and he the He looks exactly he's like Mitt Romney. He's got more life to him, though. He's got more mirth. Oh, my gosh. I'll give him that. You're on the air. I'll that looks it. like Mitt Romney. A little bit. He's got that. A little bit? A little bit. I see it. Like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck and Mitt Romney had sex. Well, they did, first of all, listener. Listener at home. Mitt Romney Don't worry about Snoke. Straight. They fucked. Yeah. But they couldn't have a baby, but if they could, it would look like that dog. It would look like Mike Rowe. It's so much easier to go ahead and pay like two or three payments on your credit card in a month. Hold on here, so she starts complaining about her credit card bills. Waiting and having to send a check or whatever, you have to wait longer. Whatever's most convenient for you, we certainly don't want anybody to go, uh, to go over that fine line of uh, responsible shopping. <laughs> oh, I, I know, I know. I mean, it's, uh, uh, I don't go to the malls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like thing, people. I, uh, patience of a saint, by no, the way. I, yeah, I would not. I'd be like, bitch, I, I got to go. That's how the TiVo call was, Mitch. That's, 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 that's why I was like, the whole time yeah, you're talking about that, I was sitting yeah. there going like, I was yeah. like, I found your, uh, I found your, uh, yeah. you know, your equal in that. Cause oh, I was, uh, in, in relating. And it, so uncomfortable. Not to, not to, you know. She actually had, she had like a, I would invite her to a party. You know what I'm saying? I would not have invited Gary to a party. Not going no. anymore. Your Gary, party's Gary, leave Gary alone. <laughs> Language professors hate him. <laughs> that is, 
That is the worst. That's just a banner. I don't think that that is Gary. That is funny. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary. Thanks for coming. It's pronounced. Get the fuck out of here, Gary. (laughs) The thing is, I think he had to say all these words on the side. Mm -hmm. Strength. Like, mm-hmm. Strelitzikatsky? That's all he does, Mitch, is say words. Strelitzikatsky. That wow. was the uh, day. I think that there is only one way to pronounce that word, and he's guessing. Strenuously. He's like, strength or strength. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can you play that other way? Cause I'm Strenuous. Did he, he pretty sure he started making up pronunciations. Did he seem to be asking a question when he said it? Str- Halfway through. He's like, or this. Strelitzikatsky. Gave up at the end. You hear that? I O E after C. Now that. That word is spelled S T R E L I T Z I A C E A E. So no, I'm not a real go word. With whatever he said. Yeah. So not a real word. Bullshit. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. I wonder though. I don't see a dictionary you, on here. If you were just him, right? And like, like you. Let's <laughs> if say, you were just him, just one day. <laughs> just, you just, just him, woke up. Just Gary. <laughs> you're just Gary. Living it. Right. You just had all the keys to the How J Say Empire. Okay. And you could do whatever you wanted to. Oh my God. I don't know what where it's right? Honey, honey, it's pronounced. I penis. tell you, you. That's <laughs> the difference between you and Gary. Okay. Gary, Gary knows what to do with He's it. been making up nonsensical mm. words. All the time when he's on the clock, and I'll now he's just sneaking them bitches words. in. Yeah, I bet you if you click on certain words in there, Ooh, he you know what I'm put, curious like, penis about. In there. Like if you clicked on, oh, try try a wait, you sexual know, here's, word yeah, and like, see if he's uncomfortable. Hold on. Here's, here's, here's what like, I'm curious. Sidewalk, and he's like, if he's like relationship, wang. <laughs> I we might be able to because I people pronounce it different ways: clitoral or clitoral. Oh, do clitoral. That's what I'm wondering. I, mean, this I is, wonder which one he goes with. What do you think, clitoral or clitoral? Before he says it, I don't even know what's going to come up. Now we're in a black hole. What do you? How do you say it? I say clitoral myself. Clitoral. Clitoral. Uh, Clitoral. Clitoral. I'm Clitoral does sound a little funky. I feel like he's going to throw us all a curveball. Come on, Gary. No whammies. <laughs> he probably is gonna, he's probably going to say it both ways, like strength or strength. I'm, my guess is he says clitoral. 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 I was trying to think clitoral. how you could do a strength clitoral. pronunciation on clitoral. <laughs> oh, he's going to pull clitoral. it off. Clitoral. Do it. Do it. For oh, here it goes. Where was that? Oh, he says clitoral. Clitoral. Yeah, oh, clitoral. I was right. He said clitoral. 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 And he said it very uncomfortably. Clitoral. He did. He did. Like, like he, really? Like, Art <laughs> fucking word. You gotta be. Clitoral. I bet you they did all the sex terms on one day just to like Cock. fuck his whole world. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. good. Cockadoodledoo. Cock. Cock. He does have cockadoodledoo, actually. Oddly enough. Cockadoodledoo. <laughs> Get out of here, Gary. You're the worst. Cockumbull. <laughs> How about Gary? Could you pronounce this one? Could you pronounce this note I'm giving you? I'm leaving you, Gary. Oh, good Christ. (laughs) You're a, you're an inefficient lover. You know nothing about stimulation. Did his his one lover in his life give him a note to pronounce that said that they were leaving? Yeah, during during that time you'd have to do it. If you leave that guy, you have to say that. You have to go, pronounce this shit, Gary. Pronounce because he's a terrible asshole. You would, so right, you have to make right. him pay on on microphone. You would, if yeah. you were really cruel, you would like stick it into the script, Ron Burgundy style, and like right when he like fucking turn the page from his word, he'd be like, "Are you ready for the I'm next leaving take?" You, Gary. Oh, oh. <laughs> it, would, again, it would be naturally. <laughs> I'm uh, Gary. That's a keeper or suicidal. I just like to imagine that he's got like the one headphone on. Like we are Cock the world, to me. we are oh, the world, yes. rocking it, like oh, feeling right. it, like calistomy. This actually brings up one of my favorite things that I that I think about a lot as a person who takes the bus, and that is the guy who pronounces all of the streets on the bus. Uh, for oh LA. yeah, because like everything is really cool for the most part. It's like Hollywood and Highland, you know. Like there's a lot of things that are really cool, but like like there is 
I don't know why, but there is one street, it's Nebraska, that he, for some reason, whenever it comes up, like, any time I've been on a bus like that, he, it just sounds What's like... What's he say? It's, he, he goes, he's like, Santa Monica and Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, ooh, it's no, literally Nebraska. It's, it's like that. He'll be like, Highland and Nebraska, <laughs> followed by Highland and Las Palmas. <laughs> And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck did Nebraska? And I, I always he hates Nebraska. And I always imagine them like having 15 takes with him, just be Nebraska. And you're like, we get it, Mike. You hate Nebraska. Right. Just like, say it. You're like, all right, uh, how's the recording session going? And he's like, well, everything's fine. Except That's for where Nebraska. my ex-wife moved. Yeah, right. You're like, well, why doesn't Nebraska work? It? Why don't you go work with that asshole and make him say Nebraska? It's too difficult to edit out the word fuck when he always says fuck Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and do you, well, what do we? Ha- what's the best that we have? Nebraska. <laughs> That could do we have a better take? That is literally the best take. <laughs> That's all we got. It's actually hours. Nebraska. It's <laughs> oh, Man, fuck Nebraska. you, Gary. Right, like if they just did one British guy to come in, like the whole bus route, you've been riding for forty minutes. Hollywood like, and Highland and Nebraska. Yeah. Here comes interview zinger. Speaking of voiceover work, you did the voice for Rain in Mortal Kombat. Boom. Well done. Now here's where hey, I'm confused. You know what's wrong? You know what's really t- I looked up videos today and so I was like, I don't remember anybody named Rain in Mortal Kombat. I'm not that big of a fan, but I figured I'd remember Rain. And I look it up and I was waiting for him to like at least turn to the camera and be like, Yeah, you know, or something. And it's a lot of ugh, ah. Ugh. Uh, did you do all those voices? Did you do that? Do you do the what's utterances? Really, what's really funny right, ahead, is that if you had picked any other credit on my IMDb page, you would have picked a credit that I actually did. I don't know how I got credit okay. on a Mortal Kombat all game. Right. All right. I didn't do it. Okay. Uh, this is the second time I've done a podcast. You're like, you were on Mortal Kombat game. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. All I wanted to know I was on was Final the, Fantasy. Okay. I'm on Naruto games. I, I was about to ask on every single other video. I have every other game written down except for <laughs> Mortal Kombat. And the one time you executed I don't know how it happened. I don't know Look, how it happened. The only reason I ask is because I wanted to know what the recording session was like. Okay, we need a little bit more of a... That, but that is, I will tell you though, because I'm have a, I'm a regular uh, voice on Naruto. Okay. And, You've done and, a lot of those. Right? A ton. Yeah. Like I've, I've done do something like games. 40 yeah, yeah. episodes of Naruto as a recurring character okay. and the video games is the same character. Right. Those fans are so legit, legit. I think it's possible that they played the game and were like, well, that sounds like Kabuto from Naruto and I'm going to click on it. Like I guarantee you it was a fan of Naruto who put me on that game. But I didn't do that game. That's fucking. So and know. I don't get the money either for we the for all the, the fucking hassle. I would yeah. the perks. I would I would say, listen, uh, I'll take so credit, great. but I also want the money. I should have just said, oh, so. But but on Naruto fair, games, uh, I do those fighting scenes a lot. You'll do like two hours of dialogue scenes and acting work. It's great, and you're listening to the original Japanese dudes do it. And although the American stuff is more high energy. You listen Ow, to the I've Japanese. I've been hitting my shin. Ow! <laughs> you listen to the. <laughs> right. You listen to the right. Japanese dudes do it, and you go, "Man, these guys." It's like a dramatic film when they do anime. Like yeah, it's in yeah. America, animated stuff is higher energy. In Japan, it's like a psychological drama. I don't know how much of it you've watched. But like, there's some of it where they're like, "When people have sex, it's just a way to forget that you're all alone in the world." <laughs> and you're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. But then you you do all that, and then they're like, "All right, now I got to do battle sounds," and so it's two hours of. Uh, smaller, uh, smaller, uh, bigger. Oh, now charging. Uh, like you. Sorry, blow out your mic. But like, no, no, you, no it's cool. Literally, it is just it's hours. And now I'm I've been just gonna sample that and I've make been, my own game I've now. Been, right? I've been, That's I've been, how you get free Henry. Gary is gonna masturbate to that shit when he hears this. 
Get how dare they? Oh. It's pronounced ah. Uh. Oh, Henry, could you do that sound again? It's I pronounced like. grunt. Oh, um, but but in but now ten punch. years later, I just did the most recent game, and they've done like twenty games. Right. Ten years later, this week I did the, I did a recording session, and they're like, uh, "All right, do a, a small battle sound." I was like, "Ah," uh. and they're like, uh, "I mean, I did it in like five minutes." And when I left, they're like, "Man, you really got it down." And I was like, "This is the worst moment of my life." <laughs> <laughs> Like this or shit, best. this is where it's come to no, is that no. I can really nail these like grunts and groans. You know what? That is a fucking phenomenal thing. You should hang your hat on that one because the second that you did it, I was just imagining like it is. It, thank God we got the Godfather the soul hanging up on the wall right there. Right, and right. It really is like you're channeling James Brown. Where it's just like, a little bit of that. I, I could imagine like Hit me. if James no, was just doing overdubs, you know, and they're like, "All right, James." Like, little they, lower. They're trying so hard to make it better on the anime stuff. Like, if you ever watch the old school anime, like Akira and stuff, it's really, oh, hey, Johnny, you're going to ride your bike, Akira. Like, yeah. they, it's not Robotech. It's nonstop talking. They try to make it better, but at the end of the day, yeah. you're dubbing English off of Japanese. It's a, it's a very different language. It's, I, it's, I, I, I'm big on, like, Japanese horror films. Oh, yeah. And I remember when I first best started watching films. them. Best horror films. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Uh, Kore- Korean uh, is the best revenge movie. Sure. Japanese okay. is the best Fair. horror movie. Uh, actually, there is a. I have a. I have a. I have a banned uh, horror movie came out of Norway that was like banned oh, in fucking like forty countries because they actually use a cadaver to like do all the cutting up of dead bodies. A real cadaver. Yeah. The Norwegians are so dark. Yeah, fucking hardcore. Death metal scene, man. And the movie's the called Ibsen and all that just, shit. It's called like uh, band members and stuff. <laughs> It's like revenge, a killer film or something like that. It's got a real fucked up plot. It's basically a woman gets she's on she misses her bus one day to school, and um, uh, some guy. No, I'm sorry. She's on the way to a bus. I think it is, and somebody picks her up and takes her into the forest and like rapes her, and she goes deaf because they punch her in the ears so many times. She goes deaf, so now she's got a. (laughs) <laughs> Go to a deaf school to like learn how to, you know, uh, how much longer is this pitch? Sign language and shit. I know it's crazy. <laughs> so then, then, it, but wait, it gets it worse. Gets worse. <laughs> this is something worse. like. <laughs> so much worse. So then she misses her bus to the deaf school that she has to go to because she was raped and beaten to uh, and lost she her hearing. She's got to go to so a she misses the school? bus and a guy picks her up and says, hey, I'll, I'll take you to school. And then he's like, hey, you don't need to go to school. Let's just hang out. Let's go to lunch and shit. So he takes her to lunch, takes her back to his place. Rapes her ear hole. Uh, worse than that. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, drugs her. Um, and then while she's out, he, I don't think this is a reality thing, but in the movie, this makes sense. Uh, gives her like an almost lethal dose of heroin over the course of a few days. So where now she's a heroin addict. So he's like, here's the trick. Okay. So you're locked in this house and you'll die if you don't get your dosage of heroin. So I'll give you heroin, but how are you going to pay for it? You're going to fuck whoever comes in the house. So she's just a four hire, and he gives her like a dollar a week. Jesus Christ. So over the course of five years in the movie, she takes that dollar a week and she pays for kung fu lessons so she can learn how to kill all these motherfuckers oh, with their hands. Revenge. This is a Japanese revenge picture? No, this is the Norwegian one. That's a Norwegian one? What's yeah. it called? Uh, I believe it's called Re- Revenge, a killer film, something like that. You saw, you saw Old Boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I didn't, I, I think I you missed can't, the last 20 minutes of it. So what? I, but hold on. You can't say anything about it because it's Ichi, the ultimate. Each of the Killer twist. is what the one I was going to talk about when I talked about Japanese horror because the first time I, I watched Each of the Killer, I was still in that, eh, I don't like subtitles mode, which 
Terrible mistake. That's where you learn that mistake is E.G. the Killer. Because you watch it uh, with the dub-overs, no, and it's just terrible. No. It's terrible. I've never tried Atrocious. that. It's just awful. Oh, it's terrible. It's just terrible. You it's, get a skill for because reading the way, the way that The way that everybody talks in the movie, they're all, as you were saying, they're all very excited. But it's a super dark film, and they're talking about really dark subjects, and they're like... Listen, sometimes he likes to rape and kill. And you're like, that's not. <laughs> and you listen also to the original one. one like, it's, I guarantee you it's also because they are really cheap. And so yeah, they get yeah. like two guys and a girl to do all the voices. Oh, okay. That so once they, once I've done this guy and this guy, all I have left is <laughs> this guy. Hey, guys. Uh, sometimes he puts it in a butt. So yeah. what's up? <laughs> he slices <laughs> open necks and drinks your blood. What are you going to do? On the bottom of the barrel. Gary, yeah. can you do some different voices? <laughs> I rape her in an anus. Or a noose. That fucking that old boy. Ichi is isn't a it? whole it's boy, remake. man. It's been, who's, in, who's in the remake? Who's oh, they're remaking it. They should. There's an American remake happening. They shouldn't. They should just you, distribute it in America. Did you not know this? Don't say. How did you both not know this? I never even because seen because it's old the boy. worst news I've heard all okay, week. I do I'm know sorry. that Josh Brolin is going to star in Spike Lee's old boy redo, which is interesting. That's is I that like it? Josh Brolin, That's and I'm into I'm into Spike Lee. It's Spike Lee is helming an old boy too dark. For American audiences, and we can't unfortunately we can't talk about the plot points. It's not responsible. We, we, we don't have the cultural base. Japan, Japan, and even a place like like a Norway, you know, like Korea and stuff like they that. They won't accept it. Well, it's I mean, there's it, there's that there's this there's a more I feel like an honesty that runs through the culture. Do you know, I mean, I think like in Japan, it's the difference in how they handle things culturally versus America. You can look at their uh, Fukushima nuclear disaster. Where they had a report that just came out a couple months ago, and the report was an you know, official government document that was scathing of the government, of the nuclear industry, that talked about the plutocracy that had bought, you know, from the nuclear power that had bought government officials over the last 50 years and had lowered safety standards and how they lied to the people about everything and how it was infinitely wor- – like, it was a very honest document because that level of honesty is an integral cultural element. Oh. And I would say that's a reason that you can get – and it's not to say that, the, like, you know, there's a different conversation about the actual content of the movies themselves, but, like, why the culture can seemingly sustain it more, I would say, in you some way. You think that Japan is more honest to their citizens about things like that than... I would say that there is there's no real equivalent in terms of a natural disaster. We had politicians apologizing to BP after the oil spill. There was no uh... equivalent of a report that thorough that came out we're still it's all very underground you know working its way through the pipelines the justice department suing halliburton who's suing bp and all the corporations are suing each other so no one takes any fault but there's no document out there that's an official document that the people can turn to that'd be like everything was a lie this was wrong this was wrong this was wrong wrong. i think i mean there is but like it it doesn't have a cultural resonance i mean that department that that. there was there was a a thorough report issued from congress but like no one gives a shit you know what I mean? I, I just did. think the real problem is that America is. Can I get a warner? Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I just think the problem is that America is like. It's not that we're that immoral a country. It's that we think we're the most moral country. Moral yeah. authority. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. think that we That's are it. the Thank most you. moral country on the planet. And then at the same time, especially in our dem- in our uh, foreign policies, we do incredibly immoral things. Oh, terrible. So as a result of that, we cannot handle entertainment that is as base as old boy is i wish that we could really talk about these plot points i just don't think we can if you if you have netflix you gotta watch old boy 
But well, don't watch it I, with your girlfriend. That's why because oh, <laughs> she right. doesn't want to watch it. And also, <laughs> it's, dudes, it's one of those movies you you don't want to watch if you're the slight bit tired because it takes about an hour for anything to happen. Yeah, but it's so brilliant. I'm not it's saying acting. it's not. I'm no, no, just, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's a slow buildup. So it's amazing. There's a lot of those. Like it's uh, also a, I, I had it's the same a great problem s- with uh, audition. Took a good forty minutes before yeah. you were like, "What am I even? What's the? Oh, okay. All it's a great stony watch. It's a great like. It's Friday night and I didn't have anything going on. Well, I was, I was just say about this blunt and watch this movie and get, but be focused and put your phone down. What I, what I like about the, the sort of the Japanese culture that that uh, that still pervades to this day is they have this this overwhelming that the, the pride thing and the and the shame the shaming shame the is a pride. big element. Shame, oh, like yeah. they are big I on shame, the shaming. Shame, that's what I was the, trying to get at earlier. Like they, yeah, they yeah. the amount of uh, you know samurai warriors that were like. Ah, I missed him with my arrow. Guess I gotta kill myself. And you was like, you, you had a can great just life. like you're you, only no, son. Just, no, you have to die. Yeah, that was it. That was literally your whole existence was one fucking strike, and you missed it. I got no, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna live a life of failure from now on. Well, like on? all the if you read die. if you read stories of like like samurai, <laughs> we don't even want to give it up at eighty. Like samurai <laughs> no, battles, I'm gonna and beat shit, this. The amount of times where they were like, okay, we're gonna go into this town, and we're gonna, and it's like if they failed with their mission all of them would just stand in the center of the town and be like well seppuku and and they were all and they, and it was like part of their training to be like look you need to know how to cut off your own head otherwise somebody else is going to do it for you and that's really embarrassing in the afterlife even like it's like it's a sense there's a there's a shame if you can't cut off your own head kind of thing there was a guy there was you can't a give yourself yeah, dignity there you can't was a there was a protester kind of guy who was the one that, that took over a like military leader's office and uh to kill him but then he was gonna commit seppuku as well but he failed at cutting his own stomach open so he had the guy there to take his head off if he couldn't do it and the guy just went and then that was that and uh, and he t- he's he's got like a book and stuff. The guy who had to ultimately do the head the beheading, and it's amazing that these English journalists that'll that'll interview the guy, and they're like, "What was that like?" He's like, "It's just what you do." I mean, the guy the guy failed to cut his own so stomach open. He got a book deal. Just, yeah. yeah, right. His buddy yeah. failed at killing himself. I, I, I I'm got a book deal. It's hey, unfortunate hey. I can't think of the name of the guy. I mean, well, I, look, man, I did Japanese, I did this this campaign uh, of Japanese beer commercials for five years. Yeah, you've done, you've done a lot of yeah. for Kieran Green Label, and okay. it was a Japanese gig. And for and also side note, my dad was a military man, and we lived on Guam, and we went to Japan a bunch of times. But this Japanese beer gig, like you'd go to Japan and you were chilling with. Were you on bases in Japan or? Uh, no, no, no. We just... were just there vacation. Okay. But when I did these beer gigs, we were working for a Japanese corporation and you were like going to all their events and you were meeting the biggest TV stars in Japan and their, their honor system is amazing. It's the most, like, it's no joke. Shit is thorough. They are honorable. Like you learn all their traditions and you found, go in and the, guy, and the one guy in our cast who wouldn't learn any Japanese phrases, you just watched every time we did one of those jobs, you just watched the dudes who were Japanese go, Pfft. they just like fucking shun you. And it's like, they knew we weren't going to learn Japanese, but when we would come to them and just say, and I mean, it's been years, so I don't even, I'm not even going to try to remember the phrases. Like when you would just say like, good morning, how are you? Good to see you. You just watch them like, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. And then they would insist on speaking English back. 
Well, right. like, it's like that basic, it is a very like, honor-based society, man, for sure. Well, I, I Beautifully think, so. I think the shame I think, the shame I think some of is, the shame we need to bring, we need to... We have no shame. We need to import some shame. We ha- yeah. Oh, we, we, have, we don't know. We have no we shame. Have no, we also take no blame. Sh- it's a shame deficit, yeah, as well. But I think that's the thing. I, I've been playing one of my favorite... Uh, there would be no Kim Kardashians in Japan. It's fair. It's a fair point. <laughs> oh one of my God. favorite games is uh, Total War. It's uh, the whole game series where it takes a lot of, you know, historical uh, element, like historical eras and you... Simulate military tactics and different uh, infantry and things like that. So I finally, I finally downloaded the uh, iPhone app version of it, and it's set in sort of feudal Japan. So it's a lot of the ancient Japanese, you know, fighting regiments and things like that. And there's a thing at the end if you have a unit that you can't use anymore because it's very, it's very tactical in terms of how it is. So like, if you need to like get rid of someone, you know, you can dismiss a unit, and they don't just like disappear. You know, like in other kind of games or whatever with mythical games. They they do the seppuku where they fucking just, what? they straight up in the game, they're like, oh, you don't need me anymore? Well, I'm done. I like that attention to detail. And meanwhile, in America, we're like, yeah, we've paid him $250 million to play to baseball. Re- I'm waiting to he's, respawn. He's done with his career. We got to pay him more. No, right, you don't. Right, yeah, right. You don't have to pay him anymore. He's retiring. Now you can move into the booth. Your money has been valuable until now. <laughs> You uh, think it gives you power? Okay, I've got the I've got the story I was talking about. Okay. Uh, the guy's name was Yukio Mishima, and he was doing a it was a, it was an attempted coup where he was going into the. It, I'm going to pronounce all these words wrong. This is in the 70s. Go to Gary. November 25th, 1970. Ichigaya Camp, uh, the oh, Tokyo headquarters of the Eastern Command of the J- Japan's Self Defense Forces. Basically, he was going in there to do like a like he was going to stand on the balcony and give this speech and be like, "All right, rise up." And uh, everybody's like, who's this fucking guy? Like, <laughs> fuck him. Like, they just mocked him. They didn't give a shit about his speech. But he he intended to kill himself after that. Seppuku. So he went inside with uh, a guy, Masakatsu Morita and Hiroyasu Koga. Nice. These are the two guys that were going to help him sort of do the thing. So he uh, he tried to commit the seppuku. He failed. The guy who was supposed to behead him, which was uh, Masakatsu Morita, failed. Did he have to kill himself? Yes. Oh, it gets oh, better. Oh, damn. The customary. It's called uh, my second favorite Marita. Pat, like Pat Marita. It's called Marita. it's called Kaika Kaisha Kunin duty. At the end of his ritual, had been assigned to Tatenoki member Masakatsu Marita, but Marita was unable to perform the task. After several failed attempts, he allowed another Tatenoki member, Hiroyasu Koga. That's the one with the book deal to behead Mishima. Marita then knelt and stabbed himself in the admin. Koga once again performed the Kaishakunin duty. So that guy was like, ah, you fucking amateurs, and just knocked off both the heads and then walked outside and, and was like, I'm wrote sorry. wrote a book in their blood. Yeah. Well, I think I people like were like, we you... have to know, because this happened in the 70s. It's like modern day, like you wouldn't think that. Were just they, were they practicing what? samurai code event still, or was it? No, it was, this is just, this was a guy who was like dudes. trying to restore honor to Japan. So he was saying like these okay. forces were like dishonorable to Japan. And that's what his whole speech was about. Was like they had dishonorable and sort of to like prove how he was into the honor of Japan and failed his own seppuku. Had to get his head, but the guy who was supposed to do the head chopping failed at that, which of course. It's tough, bro. That's, that's like you ever play butts up as a kid? It's like, yeah, if you catch the ball, you're good. But if you touch the ball and it rolls off your hand, you got to go touch the wall. Same kind of thing. You remember that moment? Yeah. Remember that moment? If you fail, like if you go to do it and you don't fucking complete the task, you're fucking. But do you you remember the sound you used to make when you would fail at that moment? Do you think that they did the same thing? Do you think they were like, oh, Oh, no. Oh, now I got to. Oh, now I got to. No. Wait, so it's not called Harry Carey? (laughs) 
Uh, that's a sports announcer. You're thinking of Harry, right? Krishna. But it, Harry Krishna? No, but isn't there also? I've heard people use the expression Harry Carey about Japanese because of, probably because of. Uh, oh, there we go. Thank you. I was thinking of Harry Carey. I was thinking of the yeah. Goonies. There is some. The, there that's is what, uh, something. Josh Brolin's character says. Yeah. It's not Harry Carey. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's so, what you back to hi. Brolin. That's our second Brolin reference. If you're a hot dog, if we say yeah. Brolin one more yeah, yeah. time, he's going to show up in I'm the studio. Hoping. I'm Brolin, 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 Josh Brolin. I'm really surprised that you had not heard about the old boy uh, reboot. Um, that's a, with that's Spike, I, with I a don't Spike think Lee. A, Spike Lee. If they change, I'm surprised I hadn't heard it either. But no, I had. If not they change the plot, this. I'm going to be really mad. Uh, the other thing they will say, uh, going back to Japanese culture, an interesting thing that I noted uh, when Google Maps started doing this thing where you could historically, you could do a historic layout or layover of a of an old of an old city on top of a current city, oh, right? That's great. Which is pretty cool, oh, I've seen but. That problem in japan there was a and and i i could probably look this up so i'm gonna get all these facts wrong but the basic idea is uh if you worked with the dead or with i believe butcher shops which was also considered working with the dead you were considered just the scum like you were just you were just lower 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 Even if class you're like you're just a grave digger or whatever yeah yeah you were like because you've touched dead th- you know like you're part of the dead industry we so don't let like, you back in a respectable society so right you can't so come back in. they would relegate the families of those into a certain part of town and it just stayed that way and we're talking hundreds if not thousands of, let's say hundreds of years later to, to modern day google goes and lays over this map and they're like oh that's where those families went. And so, cause, cause modern day corporations still won't hire those families if they can get proof that they lived in that area. But, you know, there's no, there's no record. Like Japan's been trying to hide that record. So Google was like, Hey, check out this map. But aren't you guys interested in the map? And it's like all these people were like, the fuck are you doing? I can't get a job. What is now. it? What is it? Oh, because like, how is it? Because it was like, you're showing a map of like the area that this person lives in that was like oh. towards the end of that sort of period that people had forgotten about. And, and there's drapes, not, their drapes and that's are made out of like people's yeah. skin and shit. No, no, it's just that it, it, it was at what point just, history. At what point were you just say, Hey, fuck you guys then? That's right. I deal with the dead. I feel you want to buy a it's table? It's one of those weird. It's one of those weird, like cultural. Uh, I, I'm going to try to look it up. It's very difficult kind of to look up. But. You know, it's you know, Google is is it's it's a fucking crazy thing with Google. It just being at the forefront of where they are in technology in the 21st century, and some of the things that they stumble around culturally, and you see how people respond to, to certain things differently. I think the best example is they had their car that was just going around street mapping everything. And it also had the big, they had the big uh, ordeal where it was just snatching up Wi-Fi information and people's passwords and all that shit. And so a lot of the countries, you know, moved against Google and there's a lot of lawsuits in that regard mm-hmm. there because they wanted to know what's going on in that. And so I just, I mean, Google's, I mean, it's like a, it's like a brilliant taste, like case study for everything from that shit to, to like making the Japanese extra unemployed to, you know, drop cars without drivers now. That's their new big thing that they've got going on. There's a, I mean, Google's got to tame a lot of shit. Have you seen the shot of the guys in the scuba suits chasing behind the Google car? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's America's response. Pretty much. Yeah. Japan's like, you're, you're screwing with our history. Uh, Norway is probably saying, uh, this is invading our privacy, and America is putting on old-timey wetsuits and running after the car. <laughs> Bunch of idiots. Yeah, oh, okay, so here it was. Um, <laughs> Google announced at historical maps of Japan to its online collection last year. This was written in, uh, 09, so this okay. is 08 this happened. Right. The finally detailed woodblock prints have been around for centuries. They were already posted on there, blah, blah, blah. 
Google failed to judge how its offering would be received, as often done in Japan. The company is now facing inquiries from the Justice Ministry and Justice Ministry and angry accusations of prejudice because its map detailed the locations of former lower caste communities. So that was the sort of thing, so that so like companies could figure out, they could sort of trace the way that uh, a family had moved throughout Japan back to these these oh. the shamed. It's a it's a strange I, so and again I'm getting a, a lot of this is it's wrong. not about a map it's about it's like a, a traceable system. line of where their family yeah it's came it's from. basically if you were showing if you were overlaying uh, historical map data which if you had it on like a scroll it'd be kind of difficult to compare but they were like laying it on the, online like a, an image but, on top of it so you could see where the old neighborhoods that have been torn down and replaced and so on and so forth you could go. Oh, this used to be the area for those. But wait, but wait. The modern day Japanese corporation would shy away from hiring someone who 80 yes. years ago, their family was mortician? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. really intense. I mean, I don't think it's, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it, I mean, Japan has its own cultural variety of it. But in regards to, I think, uh, employment uh, discrimination here in America, you see a similar kind of thing with uh, a new phenomenon in the sense that a lot of companies... The longer you've been unemployed, the less likely they are Ta- to hire you. Ta- and it's been a huge thing to the, to the point that companies are openly stating they, you know, they are discriminating against the people who have been prolongedly unemployed. Yeah, but that's not the same thing as your great grandma right. ran a funeral home and yeah. as a result of that, you bring dirty spirits with that's you fair. and you can't work for the corporation. That's a fair now, point. Now that said, that's fair. What you're saying is nuts. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, what are you going to argue that like there are, there are cities in this country where people cannot get work. So you're just going to argue that those people, it's their fault that they couldn't get work yes, for that is literally what you will years? say. Yes, that's, that is what you will That's what you say. I mean, that's what they have said. Because the, because the other argument is at some point you say, well, I guess I could go, go get a job at Walmart, but uh, I'm, a, I'm an engineer. Here's the, so I'm just going to basically yes. – like you could equally screw yourself by just taking some job to pay your rent. Because then they're like, "Well, you've been working in, you've been working at Target this whole time. Why should we hire you to be an engineer?" Like, There's, I mean, that's the whole game. That's the whole game, though. I mean, it's that's how it that's how it's been set up. Where it's, I think that a lot of the reason that you see that is a lot of employers now is after the you know uh, the economic collapse is that they got very accustomed to getting highly skilled laborers for nothing because people needed a job, and now you're seeing a slow economic recovery, and there are still those highly skilled laborers. But they're like, okay, now you're going to need to pay me, you know, and now companies can't fill those same positions for 10 to $12 an hour because people are expecting a wage. And then you listen to these companies and you listen to the people that run them and they're like, we can't find any workers. People don't want to work. And it's like, of course, you no one, pay. you, you, it, it's a two way street. Of course, you're not going to find anyone to work for less than a living wage. It's absurd. It's not, there's no, that, that's not, a, that's not a problem. You just made up a thing because you're stingy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take oh, yeah. that, corporate I, I America. Saying, I, I found the the thing. It's actually they're called. Uh, and, and now, hopefully, this is not like a, a slur, but it's it's it, they. Uh, but these black bastards. <laughs> <laughs> tell you something about these hopefully sons of bitches. This isn't a slur, but these dirty crackers. <laughs> well, it says a Wikipedia just refers to them as a social minority group. So I'm hoping. I couldn't help it. It's too oh, good. Come on, that's a great setup. No, go ahead. By all means. That's why he's laughing. That's good. It's good. Damn it, Henry! Damn it, Henry! 
So I hope you don't, you're not going to write these black bastards on uh, my quote know, board. I'm thinking about Please it, but I'm going to hold up. I can't wait to have a picture of Henry just smiling with these black bastards in the middle and me with like a thumbs up over his shoulder. I'm sorry, Mitch. I'm no, sorry. No, no. I don't no, know what's I'm going not, on in the show, but I don't like it. I apologize. I'm having a great time. That's, no, my, no, that's, that's my fault for that. No, that's that's fantastic. So that's, these, that's what these, we're all about, baby. These Japanese Negroids were... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, uh, it just says a social minority group. It's called the Barakuman. And, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Japanese Negroids. I thought you were like that. that was <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that was the thing. I got that band uh, doing an American lock. remake with Josh Brolin. <laughs> they were an outcast community uh, uh, during the feudal era, which uh, consisted of, of people who dealt with the tainted art, uh, uh, professions, which would be death or, or executioners or undertakers or grave diggers or tanners, apparently. Um, anywho, so they were like in their own sort of ghetto. The the issue now, uh, reading a, a very Talking brief synopsis of that Google Maps thing, it says casts in Japan have long been abolished officially, but the problem is that many companies still do background checks on individuals and refuse to hire the descendants of Kuman. Background checks are also sometimes done before a couple gets married, usually by the parents of the prospective bride or groom. So, in essence, you could look at uh, an area. And go, oh, well, that's this family lived there then. I know that family's last name. That's who my daughter's marrying. I'm this is this is not no, basically. Wow. Yeah. So that's that's, that's crazy. Tough. There you go. That's, so that's tough. That's tough, Google. Yeah. It's gotta be. I mean, that's what I'm, I'm saying. It's a weird thing. Leave it alone, right? Google. Where you you're like, hey, we got all <laughs> Back this fucking, to fuck off, Google. Right? You're like, hey, look at this cool fucking thing that we got for you guys. You can put your history on top of this map, and everything's awesome. And you're like, Google, you are fucking up everything right now for us. Why you gotta be like that? Google. Did you leave even, the past in the right? past, did Google? You, did you even talk to anybody? It's pronounced Google. <laughs> um, it's Google. <laughs> it's pronounced. I googled the whereabouts of my ex-girlfriend. Googles. Um, well, you've done, you've done a, you did host a travel show for a while though, didn't you? I did, man. That's a great gig. The Smart Show. The I Smart believe, Show. Right? Yeah. So you had, what exactly went in to all that? Did you just, did you hop around from location to location? Yeah, man. It was a great gig. It was, um, Holiday Inn Express sponsored it. And, and by sponsored, it, I mean, they gave us free hotel rooms basically. Yes. <clears throat> but we did, I, I, again, keep in mind, I'm a military kid. I've moved every four years of my life. Then I came to LA after college and 10 years later, had created a career for myself. And at the moment that I was quitting my day job, um, got a new manager, things were starting to move for me. I got offered this hosting job and it came perfectly with the wanderlust of already several times. I felt like I've been here for, I've been in LA at the four year mark in LA. I had a crisis where I just was like, I feel like I'm supposed to leave. I didn't accomplish anything. Well, you don't accomplish shit in four years in LA. Like that was the mark where all my friends left. They were like, I'm going to come to L.A. four or five years. And if it doesn't work out, I'm going to go. And I was like, later. Yeah. And, right. and same thing the next four years, eight-year mark. I was like, man, now I really feel like. So at this 10-year mark, I got this wanderlust and I got this gig. It was like Boston to L.A., 10 weeks. Uh, Everyone on the crew was younger than me. Everyone wanted a party. And we did Boston, Philly, New York, Nashville, Atlanta, New Orleans. By the time I got to New Orleans, we were all alcoholics. I was about to say, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, New Orleans is like your last every, stop on an alcohol tour. Oh, no. By the way, That's it was, tough. and it wasn't even the last stop. Like, tough. Like, every city would be like, people would say, it became a, it wasn't even a joke for the first several weeks where people would say, Ma, we'll sleep in Nashville. Ah, <laughs> uh, we're going to sleep in uh, Atlanta. And we just kept, in the one city we were in that did, we weren't by bars, we, we all had kitchenettes. <laughs> And so we went and bought wine and beer. And, Salt Lake and, City. And this was my first. <laughs> this is where yes. This is where something crystallized for me, which is 
Um, when people come into LA and they're like, man, I'm going to tear this city a new asshole. That's the same thing as when people say to Vegas, man, I'm going to blow these tables to pieces. Right. Or when they go to New Orleans and say, man, I'm going to fuck New Orleans up. Nobody gets out of New Orleans. No one comes out in state. good shape. I got so close to getting arrested because I thought I was peeing in an alley. I've been there. And then, like, I realized Not that in New Orleans, I was. I realized elsewhere. I was suddenly, as the cops pulled up and shined a light on me, I realized I was on a major street, ten feet from Bourbon Street. And they're like, well, it. I zipped up real fast and started walking. They're like, "Where are you heading, sir?" And I was like, uh, "Back to Bourbon Street." And they're like, <laughs> "Where are you heading, sir?" Uh, back to my hotel. That's right, sir. So, so we got You're that one. Or urinate. <laughs> By the time we got to that point, everyone kind of broke down. And the beauty was we were in New Orleans for Halloween. Oh, mm, wow. Damn, debauchery for Which real. is nuts. And, and by the time, like, and our first day of shooting after our first night of partying in New Orleans was a swamp tour. Right. So it's like 98 degrees. Humidity just so like a fucking Humidity, 200%. alligators, pu- camera guy puking into the river. Oh, man. Uh, so, but, and then from that point on, it was pretty mellow because we got our... Our shit out. Like by the time we got to Vegas, we did do Vegas on that tour, but we had a day off and everyone was like, I think I'm just going to chill by the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, guys, we're in Vegas. We got to hit the tables. And they're like, oh, no, I'm all right. Okay. I'm pretty good. Here's some quarters. Yeah, take some slides. But it was awesome. And the show, like, yeah, what, what did you guys focus on in each location? So what the was thing it? was the smart show. So they wanted to focus on all the things that were smart about a town, but not be cliche. So while we were in New York, uh, we did go to the Empire State Building, but in the Empire State Building, there's a business that sells, th- that rents sleeping pods. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, we go in and about. be like, oh, you're Wait, a- Why do you just know this? Uh, we've, I think good. we've talked about it on this show. It's, it's, a, it's, it's basically, uh, instead of a power lunch, you do a power nap, and yeah. so you can go into this building, oh, and they got little pods. Sensory oh, okay. deprivation, you yeah. get in the pod. Right. Okay. So, like, we kind of go like, oh, you're a- I would totally do that instead of lunch. very different. Oh, yeah, okay. Fair enough. Not a rape pod. We, you pay, and then we rape you inside the pod. It's a Korean film. Right next to Jizz Buckets. There's Jizz Buckets on the right. Oh, Great pods on the left. Make them, sure you don't knock on the wrong door. It's re, it's right. pronounced jisms. <laughs> uh, so, but the point was to like sh- focus on like the smart thing about a town and sort of think outside the box. But like, do you remember that that inter- it was one of the earliest viral videos? As a matter of fact, I bet if you had to define the first three internet viral videos, this might be oh, this might be the first me. one. I will have this Montgomery. Flea market. Oh, I'm talking about flea market. Yeah, Montgomery. It's it's a it's just bit. like it's a minimal. Like a a minimal mall. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just like a minimal mall. It's just like Montgomery. Yeah, flea market. So yeah, some of it was stuff where uh, our producers uh, were a little misguided. Where they're like, "We got to meet this guy," and I was like, "We got. <laughs> why are we going to meet this guy?" And they're like, "We do because he used viral marketing to make his." Mini Mall more popular. And I was like, I don't think he used viral marketing. <laughs> no, he just sang for I 10 think, minutes. I think no, he made he a, really like a really shit terrible. commercial. Yeah. yeah. It was so, like fucking 10 minutes long, so, too. Yeah. So we go, we oh, go there. Absurd. We built a niche industry around his product. I want yeah. you to imagine, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know how to describe what this place was. I like, do. half the place was empty. Half what was filled sleepers and crutons and knickknacks mattresses like it was a mess. Can we pull that up? Oh sure, you got to pull that up. Uh, It's such a great video, but that was one of the things we were like going to it. I was like, guys, you know, um, this is a business travelers (laughs) show, and I don't think what we're gonna find there is gonna be nice. 
It's gonna be bad. Oh, yeah, where, this is... but I did find some really great um, sure. knockoff. Oh, I'm sorry. It's only they two had, and a half minute long commercial. Not they had ten knockoff minutes. NBA jerseys, and I am a, Cl- a Clippers season ticket holder. And I was like, wow. oh, Clippers throwback Norm Nixon jersey, but it's so clearly a knockoff. <laughs> and I took it to a Laker game, and after the game, hung around until Norm Nixon was done doing the post game, and got him to autograph it. And he was like, oh, all right, all right. Oh, oh man, this is a Clipper jersey. <laughs> Oh, that's him! Hey. We talking about flea market. Oh Once man, I love this. It's just like it's just like a mini mall. Oh yeah, come shop. This is the long version. This by is the clearly, way. yeah, it's like two two minutes plus. This is clearly like whatever local public access station he ran this on was like, we have no commercials. We need commercial sponsors. He's like, I'll buy the whole block. Just run my commercial and also, nothing even else. Look, I would love kill even, so. Wait, wait, go back, back, go dance. back. Look at that footwork. It. You eat it, you find it. It's just like, it's just like a minimal. Hey, hey, you heard me. Come shop. I said, please. Look at, look at the ceiling panels. The ceiling panels are all tore up. A minimal. Hey, hey. Oh, guys. Skipping ahead to one minute and a half. He made his son do the dance for me in the parking lot. It was really awkward. The kid was like, oh, come on, Pops. I don't think you need a breakdown in here. But let's break it down anyway. I would have my favorite thing. Okay, so you get the idea. If you you could have, like, I would have paid just so much money to have been a part of that creative process from beginning to end. I mean, like, when he was at his kitchen. No, like, when he was at his kitchen table drafting the lyrics. When he was on the fucking Fruit Loops. What do you think like, the name of the DJ was who made the song? Because that's my curiosity. I think that he did his own. I'm, you think tell, he mixed I'm his telling own you. Music? Did, here's did, here's, did, here's did, I'll did, bet did, you what happened. I'm sure we could look up and find out. He, exactly he used some pro I'll, tools. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you. He found a fucking loop and was like, "That's all I need." He I got his own shit on Pro Tools. He probably was like, he probably didn't write any lyrics. He probably was like, "All right, here's what I want you to do: just point the camera at me." And uh, do a blue screen thing for like half of it, and then we're gonna go shoot why some you, footage. Why of you the thing. give that man credit for? And he's probably lyrics, like, son? you know, it's like two I'm saying, like he, he put was a breakdown like, in that. You think that's all improvisation? He yeah. wrote a breakdown. I think a lot of it. I think a lot of it was it's like, just look, I'm like, just, let me just, just sing. like a mini mall. That is not a lyric. I get knocked down, <laughs> but I get up again, and you're never gonna Shumba keep Wumba. me down. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. But I, but also, you know, it wasn't Pro Tools. It was two boomboxes. It was like playing record know. on a boombox. I'm sure I could look. You want me to look up how that? No, I don't want to go in. No, we okay. spent I mean, enough time. So did you? Oh, you did meet with the guy and made. I met the guy. Was a really nice guy. Yeah, I imagine. And also, nice guy, and yeah. also, we like. I realized very quickly through the process because we posted a new episode every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Every day we had wow. to shoot, and then hand it to the editor. She had to edit it. She had to post it. All that stuff. And very quickly, I realized that my little camcorder with the fisheye lens that I would make little video blogs with would help us get through our day quicker. Because as I've said before, by the time we got to Montgomery, I was a problem drinker. <laughs> like, like right. it's, it's one thing to like, I mean, it was all because it was a party scene. Like, it's not like I've continued to be a problem drinker, but the truth mm-hmm. is we'd have whole days where I'd be like, I just don't feel that good guys. We'd go to dinner and I'd have one beer and I'd be like, man, I feel great. We got to go party all night. Like mm-hmm. the hair there's the no dog. doubt yeah. that that's like, I get why when people are like, Oh, rock stars. Well, they don't have to drink when they go. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Your body when you gets, go on the road and when you're, conditioned. and also you're surrounded by people who want to party. Yeah. You, it's very difficult to look it's at a room full of people are it's like, just like a rock tour. Yeah. Like, well, like the, I, I just know, like you cannot, <laughs> you can't be the guy who's like, well, I got a wife and kids at home. I know you guys going to party, but I'm going to go to the hotel. They don't let you. 
Right. They don't let you. Listen, I got a whole book of Scrabble here. I mean, especially if you're on a, a small crew gonna, just gonna shoot like that. Yeah. Where everyone's just And also just part real. of it is about bonding. Right. And it's just, and it, a large part of it is that everyone's in close quarters. You're all traveling and, you know, the same proximity yeah. with each other. If you are going to be the guy who's like, no, I'm just going to go and retreat. Especially when, I have to say, when you're the talent, there's such an immediate assumption when you're the, like, actor on a set or the host in a project that you're a diva. Although, in my experience, most of the freakouts I've seen on a set are not the actors. Like, the truth is you're constantly fighting against this impression of... Some guy who's not cool. Which is so when they're like, "We're gonna go drink," you're like, "Yeah, okay, I'll go drink with you guys. Let's I mean, go party." And, and in fairness, you want to be accepted. And in fairness to them, I'm sure they do encounter a lot of like a lot of people who are professional grips and crew members and things like douchebags, douchebag right. actors. They meet right. Yes. Yeah, I mean, all the time. So yes. I mean, that's that healthy skepticism, you know, yeah. where it's like you got to prove to me that all of my empirical evidence can be checked at the door. Yeah. So, but I've, some of that is mis some of that is misconception. Like there fair, was this, fair. there was this thing about Julia Roberts going around where she was like, "I'd prefer people don't look at me while I'm doing a take." And be like, "Oh, isn't people to look at her?" But imagine if like while you were doing your day-to-day job, a 100 people on set were literally like, "Right." I mean, and on and, top and, of that, you had to like find emotion or say your lines right. or act like people weren't around you, but they're all like like you kind of can get you can, I mean, some yeah, of it yeah. is unfair. I mean, some of that does get it get, gets warped a lot when anyone Plus, who like, is you, in that. Very... One time, I hit a grip in the face with my fist. <laughs> that one time, yeah, right? Because you wore a shirt I didn't like. I throw, I throw a phone no, at your face. No, one time. it was either the fist or Sapuku. But you, you want to be the you want to be the cool guy. Pick. It's overcompensating. There's plenty of situations where people overcompensate, and it isn't just like in their work situation. Where like, oh yeah, I can. How can I make these these guys like me? They don't right. like me. Whatever. Right. Right. Uh, but also, I really wanted to party. Like, I'd been working a day job at <laughs> but, an office. But also, I really and like I was the like, taste I'm on the road. Let's do this. You know, well, that's that's not that dissimilar from, for instance, you know, the tour writers and stuff like that. When people talk about, you know, you look at certain acts tour writers and you go, who's this fucking guy? Ten bottles of Evian, perfectly chilled. But then I started to think about it and I was like, well, I do all my shopping. If If I was like, hey, uh, pick me up some soda and some vodka. And they bring back like uh, Schweppes or something, or uh, ginger ale, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Bartons. I'd be like, it's not the right vodka. You like you, you'd be you like, also get to a you'd point kind of bummed. So if you're if you're like, look, after a show, I want these things. You're gonna start getting really specific after a while. It's like, listen, I've had bad experience with certain Arrowhead bottles of water. So let me just oh, stick with or, Fiji because they're always good or whatever for, it is. Or you weren't yeah. specific. And they just were like, there's some cups by that tap over there. Why don't you get yourself some water so you get specific? The other thing is, as an yeah. actor, I find a lot of the times that you get specific about your requests, it's because they've already said they can't give you more money. Mm. And you go, all right, That's cool. Fair. Well, then do me a favor. I'd like to make sure that at least I have some Ritz up in this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, all the cheeses. Now, look, when you've got someone who's like. I went all green M and M's. Obviously, that is also I'm a weirdo. Bit, but where that comes from? But also, from. like, you have to figure the like. Think about the Christian Bale thing. Right. Say right, anything right. you want about Christian Bale. At some point, somebody from a studio no, just... sat him down and said, "Hey, an entire fran- comic book franchise rests on your work. An entire comic book movie." Um, animated series, all that Terminator shit let rests on your work. Yeah. It's all you. The studio will fail or rise on your work, your name, all those things. And it's like, you kind of got to give a, a little guy, bit of a And pass. the guy who was directing the movie had only done music videos before, so that was like his debut. Yeah, so you're like... It's like, yeah, you're kind of so, making or breaking so it in his entire career. Did he go overboard? Yeah. Wait, yeah. what are you talking about? 
the Terminator selling. Oh, oh, you're talking about yeah, Terminator. Okay. MG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I know, that was the blow up. Oh, 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 the good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, but but also, amazing. but, it, but if he'd done the exact, even more so, that's what keeps happening to these people. It's like, hey, man, you, this whole studio is going to feed hundreds of thousands of people right. or right. not based on whether or not you well, do your job. And we're putting your name above the title. It, I, I can't really judge those people, I think people it, when they like lose their shit. A I think part of it though is that you we exist in this very uh, TMZ commoditized world where things like that outburst may have been public knowledge, but it would have been industry only public knowledge, God, which is to say, yeah, which is right. to say, no one in the rest of the world would have known about it, and thereby would have given no fucks. But then we wouldn't have got the Family Guy. Right, riff on yeah, it, which yeah. is pretty great. Right, but, the, but you're right. Like, but all, the other thing you're is, right. and and so like if you if you sort of examine the creative process from that angle, and it's the sense of you've got very little context for the interaction and the onset development between Christian Bale and you know whatever grip or tech person was, it was going a DP, there. I think, and I think right. he continually like, fucked like, him up in his shot. emotional. Right, yeah, he's like going to the show, like, you know, and so like. You've got these, these heightened emotional, you know, takes and it's the same kind of thing that you're saying where it's like, listen, yeah, you got all these fucking, uh, personal, personal sort of awareness, consciousness of like, I got all these financial implications if my shit isn't right or whatever. But on the same time as an actor or actual, and Christian Bale, I think is one of those legitimate creative of the craft type actors. You can see that with the machinist where mm-hmm. he like gives a fuck yeah, he goes for, about yeah. his actual product and what his name is associated with on screen. So you've got that element going on, and then you've got kind of the element that you're saying where, like, you know, you're trying to convey these deep, nuanced, uh, human emotions, and at the same time, you're aware that you're playing pretend because you've got all the studio backing behind you, and some guy's dancing, and you're trying to fucking concentrate and cry, and and you know, like, and maybe (laughs) trying to cry on camera, like your whole day might have been frazzled, and you know, like he's got a lot of shit going on with his mom and stuff that came out afterwards, where he like had the family altercation with his mom and his sister at a hotel room. Yeah, know yeah. This story. Yeah, I remember that. I studied. Yeah. I studied. Well, see, that's the thing is, like, between uh, the, it's not you. It's not someone dropping a pie plate between behind Eugene Levy when he's trying to do American Pie right. Twelve. Well, it's, it's like he really had he had shit. all that personal stuff, but then the thing that a lot of people forget when they think about the the freak out is that was not it was not he didn't freak out for five minutes straight. That was a cut up version of like five different times where he was like seriously. Oh, right. was it really? Yeah. yeah. See, it was exactly. Like, he was going like it starts off if you remember in the beginning. He's like fucking seriously. And then it was like quiet oh, so for a few seconds. So that's why he gets to, we're done. So and he's I, like, I, I, we're but done. he Been even there. says a few times throughout the thing, he's like, you're a nice guy. I don't hate you. You're not a fucking, and, whatever. And he's like, it. but seriously. No, they, they, it's in there. No, he's but just that's like, at the point that they cut, probably cut away because it probably, de- no, because he says like, you're a, he goes, you're, you're a nice there. guy, blah, 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 but stay the fuck out of my shot was basically, you know, it, it made sense in a, in a longer, like, on a, but, now that's said, again, we, you think about a guy who probably isn't getting a lot of sleep. Who's had to do wild changes to his body? He went from American Psycho to the Machinist to Batman, which is like you shouldn't do that in your life. Yeah, much you less ever, in a period of like a year. Ever, have you ever read like what Hugh Jackman when he gets ready for Wolverine? He's like, I wake up at. He, I I read an interview with him where he's like, right. in my workouts, I wake up at three thirty in the morning to eat a chicken. Yeah. To right. eat a chicken and then go back to bed because I not eat, not cook and boil a chicken. No, I eat that fucking just, live I just chicken. Take a chicken. I eat that. I eat it out. Feather it with my asshole. I eat that chicken. Oh no, like yeah. because he has to put on muscle. Like we look at these yeah, guys yeah. and go, oh yeah, well your personal trainer gets to do all this stuff, but. Like, if you're doing it, there's a lot I took of intensity. Off, I took off some pounds this summer, and then I put them all back on this weekend with pizza and beer down at Redondo Beach. Like it, 
the, the idea that we're going to, and then, and then we put out all these magazines. We're like, oh, he's fat. Look how fat he is. I remember reading Christian like, Bale's thing. Leave Jennifer thing. Love Hewitt alone, man. Yeah. You know, she's got those big titties. She's going to have a big butt. Leave from, her alone. Uh, from, from, uh, American Psycho the Machinist, he'd eat like, I think it was like an apple every few days. And it was like his wife would wake him up in the middle of the night to make sure he was still alive and shit. But then when he got, when he went from Machinist to Batman, he was, when he, when he auditioned, he was like 30 pounds underweight for what they wanted for the role. And he, from Machinist to Batman, he was like, dude, I would eat, I would hold a, you know, bucket of ice cream in one hand and then, you know, chicken legs or something in the other and just, just to put like all day pounds. long, just putting on as much fucking weight as he could and then working out the rest of the time. It was like, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's, I think it's everybody, not a realistic way to live. Yeah, I think I mean, everybody no, at some point, unrealistic. at some point it's, in your life, just take a visit to LA for like a week if you have to and go to, you know, central casting and, and be an extra on something just once. Just, it's very, it's anybody, literally anybody experience. can do it. And it's quite amazing that there's like no security. Like there's, there's just a, the, oh, very, you can walk into LA. Yeah. Sign up for a service and less than three days later be on a film or TV yeah. set and sometimes be this close yeah. to major stars doing their scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And uh, but you learn, you know, you learn a lot about like the things that they have to put up with. You learn a lot about what an extra has to put up with. Oh, and then the what's the only problem is that you town, like fucking dude. when you watch movies after you've been an extra a few times, it just ruins it for you because you start <laughs> looking at the back and you're like, those fucking guys are. Like uh, Dark Knight Rises, you know, one of the big fight scenes towards the end. You didn't ruin it. As long as you don't don't look in the background. But if you do, you'll notice these two guys that are like holding onto each other's shoulders and one of them starts laughing. He's like, what? Fucking ridiculous. Because he's all, and then he kind of in between a face. He's like, and they're holding each other's shoulders and just sort of rocking back and forth. They're not fighting. Cause like, what are you gonna do? Well, like, I'm not gonna just deck this dude. I'm fucking. And they're you to fuck out, son. They're Stop 20 feet off in the background. They're blurry. It's it's a split second, but it's it's amusing. Enough. That's, 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 that's a man, that's a man who's boob like it and who is fucking taking too much time and spinning it. Uh, but uh, all right, I want I want to get into some some news stuff. So oh, we, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, nice. The last thing I was gonna say is that uh, I think it's a very difficult thing for people who haven't done the theatrical uh, work in the sense of rehearsing. And the intensity, the intensiveness of it and working the same scenes over and over and over and the stress that builds up when you're in that kind of confined, creative, mental, psychological space. You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, this is, I can't really go outside of this if I deliver a quality product. And those little things that would otherwise just kind of blow off into the wind build up and you just fucking pop off. And I think you certainly, I think we've all been there before. I know like, Fucking theater rehearsals in high school, I can remember, were like, I went apeshit over this dude who was being a douchebag by pretending there was like a ding button on the typewriter. And I just like berated him and the director and the whole theater because I was like, this is clown shit. I was like, this is clownery right now, you know? Yeah, but part of being an actor is going a little crazy. Right. And like, but like, if that, if you some, have to believe you're somewhere else, that's if that crazy. had been some, produ- like, if someone had leaked that shit out to the world, I would look like a fucking lunatic. Think about when you went to the bank and they were like, do you want a roll of quarters or two rollers quarters? And you're like, just one roll of quarters. And like, if you were a famous person, they would be like, "Oh, he's a fucking dick." Right, exactly. Like the times that you have not been the nicest, sweetest person in the world. If we were famous and we were at a store ordering a dinner, like just now, I got a beer down on Hollywood Boulevard, and and the the two people working at the bar would not stop chatting and look at me. And after like five minutes, I was like, "I gotta get to this podcast." Mm. And I was like, "Excuse me." And as I said it, I was like, "Oh, that sounded a little, a little it rough. sounded a little rough," but it wasn't at all. It wasn't my intention. But I heard it, and they turned around. I was like. 
hey, um, I, could I get my check? No big deal, but could I get my check? If I were a famous person and they were in the wrong mood, they would have gone to all their friends and be like, he's a fucking asshole. Fucking like, take, you to the, take you to the gossip you rags. It would have like Gary. Excuse me. Or excuse moi. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's that, it's just, it's that precarious of a balance to yeah. walk. And it's yeah. one of those, and I feel like there's a lack of awareness, uh, for a lot of people on the outside looking in of the balance that goes on. And I think a lot of that is because it's been watered down with reality TV. Uh, and it's also been turned into a whole other commodity. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we got cameras on. It also it's also Gay been turned or homosexual. Into, uh, queer, the queerest. Uh, it's also queer like we've, hand we've turned it into a whole other industry to uh, psychoanalyze and and turn people and also to psychoanalyze people who are artists, right. but also to make nobody's famous just for being hot. No. You know what I mean? Like if I had gotten into the business. Now, instead of 10, 12 years ago, I would have been a fool not to make sure I had zero body fat and a six pack. Because, like, you could just get famous right now, get on a reality show with a six pack, be good to take your shirt off, and you can no be. No discernible you, skills. Somebody described to me I've the been bachelor. I've a few of those without a six pack. Ew. Well, that's why you're not on right now. Somebody described to me the All process the <laughs> of, like, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I've never watched that show. But somebody was like, oh, well, this girl, she was on it, and then she got she got married, and then she got divorced, and now she's The Bachelorette. And then the guy that she picked, he's going to be the next Bachelor. And I was just like, man, this it's like you've set up your own little no, business. Thing not, the one that the one that drives me nuts was the uh between between the uh um oh, what was his name? It's killing me right now. Um Public Enemy. Chuck D. No oh, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Flavor Flavor Between Flavor Flav and and the Brett Michaels one. Oh, Rock both of, of them Rock of Love, that's right. Both of them spawned like seven more shows. And it was I'm just, just looking like, for love. No, like this right. one girl. Went off here, and then she created her own thing, and now then one of the girls well, on that's, that show. That's the beauty, like, of, the, that's the beauty of the grift, man. That's the beauty of the VH1 grift. Is that listen, you get you get one person out. in with a bunch of uh, eclectic, just non really discernibly talented Hot. people willing Hotties. to do right. People who look good on camera, or whatever, but yeah. are willing to say or do anything to be provocative. And you're like, well, that person's entertaining. That person's entertaining. Okay, we'll get these two a spinoff. We'll get these two a spinoff. We'll repeat the same formula. And then we'll get more spinoffs. It's I mean, really softcore pornography. It's really like it's it's. There's not any kind of a difference behind watching one of those shows all the way to the point where they're you know that they're making out. They are making out in a hot tub in bathing suits. Oh yeah. There's not that big a difference between that and what you find like Arabian whatever on Skinamax. Yeah. Sure, like sure. a bikini. Less, the only or difference is there's there's. I mean there's, there's like there's the less pretense of like on VH1 they're like. Hey, bikinis on but i mean like cinemax are like listen it's two o'clock in the morning we ain't trying but you're, yeah, still, I mean, you're still not gonna see penis you're still not gonna see penis, but you know you're we still know. not going to see penis going but, to uh, fahina but vh1 okay. is like let me, let me well, you on. know what's happening yeah you want to go let's to news move, let's let's so. move on i got some stuff i got yeah. lots of stuff okay. i got lots of stuff Chatty, all right this oh go <laughs> there's there's one we could get into but it might end up taking the rest of the episode because i'm so fascinated by the fact that this exists there's a this is a thing called tin hatting it's like a sort of phenomenon it's a new thing it's it's not like a viral thing. It's just sort of like that's the phrase that people use for this sort of phenomena online. There's a phenomena online of people. Um, you've heard of fanfic, right? This yep. is this is what's called RPFC. Is this real people fan culture? And it's there's 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 groups of people that come up with these sort of almost conspiratorial like two famous people that they're for sure belong together, and there's like evidence that maybe they're hooking up. 
and oh. and they, but but then it, it 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 evolves into a thing where they're like the only reason they're not together is because of some like nefarious guy behind the cloak they won't let them be together like actual celebrities or like fictional characters no no actual celebrities oh, okay so they call it tin hatting some people the, uh, people who just sort of discover this would call it tin hatting because it's like tinfoil hat you know what i mean that kind of thing like you fucking conspiracy theorist so one that i found out today i thought was interesting there's a band uh, like i guess a boy band called one direction yeah sure okay. mm-hmm. now very, apparently there's very popular in the charts with there's yes, there's sir. two there's two guys <laughs> in the band that are that are closer to each other than all the other guys and there's communities uh they call themselves the larry larry stylinson which is like a conglomeration of the two names of these guys. Of Larry and Stylinson? Uh no, it's Louis Tomlinson and uh Larry uh God, what is it? <clears throat> Can't but do they that. only think that they're gay anyway, because one so guy's they, penis fits so perfectly in the other guy's butt? It's perfect fit. Um Gary. <laughs> I'm back. I love all your cameos, Gary. I'm a big fan. We have actually. What's what's interesting so so the idea is that so somebody on a, a blog called the Daily Dot like looked into this and was like, look look at this thing that's going on. So the fans of Larry Stylinson are like, he was paid off by the ma- management company for One Direction to write that article to keep these two boys from realizing their love and like one of them has a girlfriend but they're like that can't there's no way and i thought like this is this is fucking just weird as weird gets but like it reminds me of that xkcd that was out recently where where they were like there's just there's no bottom like humans just will will get weirder and weirder and break off into subcultures of subcultures there's just no bottom to like the the small like if two people give a shit about it there's a community and it's now it's going to be a Tumblr yeah, tag. It, so then I saw this page where it shows these two guys interacting. And after seeing this page, I got to say, uh, they, it doesn't seem so crazy. So oh I'll, gosh, I'll show you I some pictures. Sex. Uh, very close. Oh, he's just okay. whispering in his ear. He's uh, just whispering in his mouth. In his ear? <laughs> yeah. So there's that one. He's just whispering now here's in his some mouth animated gifts. Now here's the four guys or whatever. Now these are the two guys I was okay, talking about. That's dudes. the Larry Stylinson. And then you see them break off from the group and they're still holding each other. Now, this is the one that's interesting where it looks they like the management guy. It looks like the management guy is going, hey, dad, you can't, don't hug him right now. I, yeah, hey, no, that's exactly hey, what's happening. That's there. literally what happens there. Now, he literally Aww. does. He literally is like, now hey. here's the two guys at a press conference. Tell me that's not the fucking lower lip bite of like, I'm going to get, I, I got to so get much. me some of that, right? His hair is so much swoopier than mine. That's them again, right? Got Hold the same arms, hats on. Right? Right? And now, Jimmy now hats. tell me this is not, this looks like a smooch right here. Uh, that totally, yeah. Oh my God, they're in love, right? But now here's some pictures of the guy with the girlfriend. No, she's that does not. She look, looks just like the other guy. No, no, but look, that's not how you, the, the hover hand thing. He's, he's, he's they're definitely not. He's hugging. leaning away from her. Yeah, and then this one, he's kissing the I'll back kiss of her head. If I could kiss your ear. And then this one where he's like, okay, let's just pose for the cameras. Like he looks thoroughly uncomfortable. Yeah, look at the top button, this, all the way button, son. That is not. This is not a. That's, that's not, not a, a kiss. He's, he's like not kissing her. Chin. Yeah, he's not kissing her. He's leading with the nose. This, uh, we did it like a straight yeah. couple. Look at the. She's got her eyes open. Oh, it's a kiss cam, probably. It's a kiss cam, so she probably. Like, I don't know. It's from the know, same man. one as this. Like, I don't know. I think that she's All like. Right, so anyway, I don't know. Already? I don't know if this is a. I don't know if it's. A, I, I'm fascinated by the idea that there's. There's a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension. Now that's not I the hope only. They figure it out. That's not the only place where tin hatting is. That's just the most recent one I can find. 
But like, it's I'm a little weird that there's like there's cultures of people <laughs> that are like weird. these two people need to be together, and What's, the only reason they're not is because like nefer- it's got all the it's got all the 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 elements of you know Romeo and Juliet. It's like a classic story. You've got a big shadowy uh, uh, group of men, cigars and mustaches, in a room. Like, <laughs> yeah, we can't let now, them get together. Or three guys in a studio. Forbidden we were love. so into it just now. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I get deep. it, and it's, also it's, I hope those guys figure it out and just find love. They look very romantic for each other. That's, that's what I'm I'm not making a joke. Okay, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Why would girls like them less if they were gay? Like, aren't we all... That's the whole thing. This thing girl, girls don't these tin hatting communities... They don't make money. No, wait. These tin hatting these tin hatting communities I'm talking about are mostly females. Talking about those two guys. Like, they're right for each they other. They love Who's it. That bitch? You know what I mean? They love it. And then you're like, oh, I wish that I could. Fair. Fair point. Now, this is what I'll say. I'll just say, maybe... Listen, I think we know that when it comes to uh pop stars, mass appeal, what have you, uh there are still certain uh shackles, if you will, yeah, or sure, uh, sure. outing yourself. Not everybody can be tattooed. Okay, right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like know. it's a, I, I think it's it's the same thing that kind of is swirling around Nicki Minaj and all the lesbian rumors around her and the same kind of thing there. There's always this thing of pop stars never really being able to buy into their own sort of sexuality. You know, well, I think Lady Gaga it's have a, a penis? Very, it's a but very yeah. But who's the thing. hip-hop artist that just came out saying that he had had a gay, his first love? Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Look, man, yeah. I, I actually think that if you're talking about people over the age of 25, I agree with that. But I actually think that kids these days, they, I, look, take it into like the legitimate city centers of this country. I don't think they would care if those two kids were gay. Now here, yeah, that, I don't think that Ricky Martin would have to lie about being gay. I think gay you're right now. about that. I think you're right about ago. the kids. It's I fine. think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. I think uh, because the kids don't buy the albums, their parents do, and their parents ain't buying no fag album. Uh, and and this is the thing is yeah. that the people that are running it are still similar to their parents Tool. in terms of dip- disposition as opposed to the kids. Now Frank Ocean is a really awesome up and coming R and B performer. The kid is crazy talented, but Frank Ocean is not anywhere near. The mass appeal home. You're right. The, 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 Adults are buying the, his the, albums. Yeah, but yeah. also, I, mean, but but I, I would say One Direction is plugged into the top forty. You know, the TRL circuit. That kind in of thing. England, I mean, that's so. Yes. I mean, I mean, they're. I mean, they're huge everywhere. They're but, international phenomenon. Here's the other thing. So yeah, the adults may buy the albums, but right. I actually also think that most. I, I don't know that there's that many kids out there buying CDs anymore. And I bet you that the, that most kids do have the ability to pick the music they get want. The, I the think you discount. I think, but I think that it's you're thinking about like an iTunes gift card they could just go on their it's computer the record, I'm gonna buy that but the record producer yeah, yeah. would still be perfectly out of touch with well, oh, yeah, well girls won't like if they're gay well, they like, totally like will Disney, Disney you know makes these fucking acts like like the Jonas Brothers and they're fucking vehemently always what? purity rings man purity bracelets like no sex for us ever and it's like that's just it you know what I mean? You could just have a band without that, but Disney has to like have this. No sure. way, it's okay for your daughter to be into these guys, these effeminate dudes, because they're just not about sex. So we're gonna take that off the table for some reason. Yeah, we're taking oh, the entire. Cyrus, Miley Cyrus did a the... fake drug. Well, she'd be glad she did a fake what? drug. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing: yeah, she's, oh, she's like an God. adult now. Okay, she's listen, fucked. Disney's geez. gonna. Whoop. I happened to watch uh, fucking Miley Cyrus, uh, Nicholas Sparks movie. Uh, she did the Long Walk or some oh, shit like that. No, Teddy. I came across. Teddy. I mean, that shit was the other day. Long Walk home. Okay, uh, <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna tell you. I knew it was gonna be bad. Do you know what I mean? But like. Fuck, son. This shit was abysmal. <laughs> Yo, like, like it was. I, 
You like, sound so surprised. Because it was even exponentially more worse than you think it is going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know it's going to be a shitty film, okay? And you know it's going to be terrible. It's like walking up to a crime scene and being like, okay, I know I'm going to see a lot of dead bodies. And then, like, you get inside it and you're oh, just like, a lot of dead bodies. fuck my You remember life. when you're watching the most recent Murder. Indiana Jones uh, and then they nuked the fridge? And you were like, you, that's, com- no, what? Come on. Like, you knew it was going to be cheesy and wrong, but then they nuked the fridge, and the you moment, go, what are you? Now you're just pissing on my face. The moment in Indiana Jones' new movie like where they were, like, in the crypts, and you're like, that is so clearly a studio set, and they lit it, like, with just a china ball. <laughs> like, just like an Ikea, just like an Ikea china ball over yeah, yeah. paper mache crypts. Yeah. And now they're running around, and you're like, they couldn't. Is it? You kept waiting for a joke, and you're like, yeah, oh, right? Nope. Nothing. Just Nothing. And that, and I guess that's, it's like that. Yeah, it's, was that it's, bad? It's that bad. Because <laughs> you expected bad. it to be because, good. like, literally, I guess this is what it is. It's like, why did you watch it, uh, girlfriend? Uh, uh, so I respect her. Uh, I respect her. So girlfriend. and like, she also was like, I know it's gonna be bad, but like, come on, I'm not feeling well. And I was like, okay, you know, we'll bottom. And then we both were just like, holy fuck, this is terrible. Because like, Miley Cyrus is doing the things that you're like, you're like watching the movie, yeah, the and you're like, of a you're like forty minutes in, and you're I would like, never be able to. You're like 40 okay, so in. Your, your girl didn't feel good, so you knew you weren't gonna make out with her, and then on top of that, you watch the worst movie in the world with her. Sorry for that's Karen. bold, man. Sorry for care. No, that's a strong relationship. Uh, you love her. You so, clearly love her. So, like, we're just like watch it, and like forty minutes in, you're like, what? Like, where is what was the drama? Response? What? What about? Did she love it? No, she was just like, I'm so sorry. Uh, good, 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 good. Uh, but you're just like, what? I don't understand. And she'd be like, so wait, like, is like, what is happening right now? And I'm like, don't you see? Her life is so hard. She's been scouted by Juilliard since she was five. And she doesn't get along with her dad. I almost it's up so some water. hard. That's a real plot point, by the way. And bile. That's a that's a real plot point. And then she plays the piano again. And like it's so hard for her to live. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do with all these countless millions? All right, I'm moving on. Okay. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to let you know about a thing because um, I thought that was, I was fascinating. Gonna, I mean, it is fascinating though because he hasn't changed that much since Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. And that whole like we don't have sex. Do you know what I mean, like, it hasn't changed that much since. Yeah, then. but they weren't Disney artists. They both were out of the yeah, same Disney track. Yeah, yeah. No, no. They yeah, weren't yeah. Disney. No, they, they weren't Disney. They, they were Mickey Mouse Club, but yeah, their yeah. individual careers. She was out there in like a mini skirt and a tube top and all that stuff. I remember but, being but, very uncomfortable when that happened because okay. I was like, was I, was like I was like twenty yeah, was when that weird. happened, yeah. and she was like sixteen. And you're like, it's really exploitative. Did the baby, baby, and I'm just like. I don't think I'm supposed to be You're watching like, right like, now. She's 16 and I want to fuck her so Lou, bad. Yeah, no, like, I just I remember thinking just like, I don't think look I up, should be watching this right up now. Lou Pearlman, who was the guy who uh, put I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah. know Lou Pearlman. He yeah, did, did all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I watch Making Movies. All right, I'm moving on. I'm moving on. He was a fucking skis ball, though. You know Lou was a You want to get off the subject? We're going to talk about Lou Pearlman. we're going to talk about O-Town. Talk about O-Town. Liquid Dreams. I was in a... Hey, liquid. All right, all right. So this is a proposed patent. I'm putting we're going to talk about O-Town on the board, by the way. This is a proposed. Just please don't write, um, I know she's 16, but I want to fuck her so bad. This is a proposed patent. This is a proposed patent by Sony uh, for uh, for skipping commercials in what they call a meaningful way. Is it the HAPA? Which is the HAPA. The idea is that you'd get the little the little PS3 eye thing, the little camera, mm-hmm. and then when a commercial came up and you wanted to skip it, you just had to say the name of the brand <gasps> in the commercial. Yes, McDonald's. Yes, you know, like yell McDonald's once or Costco or something. Once you acknowledge the brand, yeah, yeah, Levi's or whatever, and then skip it goes. Hanukkah. 
All I, know, all I know is I have the loudest neighbor in the world living above me. I hope he never fucking gets this. Because I'm never yeah, going to sleep. This technology no, is going to turn everybody. Because at everybody. 1 o'clock in the morning, he's going to be like, 1-800-COED! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be so terrible. Dick bigger. Like, yeah, oh my Old God. Spice. <laughs> Max Body Spray. <laughs> hey, turn off Spike TV, asshole. <laughs> he's crying upstairs. It's you pronounced what? Spike TV. You know what? It's, like, it's, like, it's going to turn Ed everybody into a bunch of... <laughs> To a bunch of UFC Monday nights, yeah. <laughs> woo, Ed Hardy. yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Hey, yo, Mike, up there, yeah, you don't, you yeah. don't have to say woo. Yeah, right. Oh, I love it. Oh I, shit, yeah. You don't need to tell me how many shirts you own when you say the brand, sir. Oh damn it, you're calling the wall. Woo. Well, I, I don't know why it sounds like that. What's going on? <laughs> Look, man, I do a lot of commercials. He's Persian. I don't and know. And I know that, like, I've Good noticed yes. they put the they put the um, logo up longer than ever. Yeah, yeah. So that even when you're T-Bowing it, you still can see the logo. Mm-hmm. And if there's an image up there that's sexy, they keep the sexy logo up there a little bit longer. Yeah, no, yeah. Maybe people will stop it. They'll back it up. Yeah. This is actually genius. And for me, it makes me happy because it means they won't stop making commercials. And that's how I make a lot of money. Okay. Touche. But, well, it, but what's well, your as a feeling human, on this? As a human, not as an actor. <laughs> oh, look, I hate the idea of having to... I mean, it's, it is... If you if you were the watching TV, kind of if you were watching TV and you went to go branding. and you went to go skip the commercial and it says like to skip this commercial, please say, say the McDonald's. brand name. It's say the up. fucking brand. Would you be like ah, you fucking dicks, or would you be like, all right, that's easier than holding the rope fast forward? You know what the thing where you fast forward a little too long, they try to skip up, do it, and then your shit slows down, and now you're way back no, to the no, commercials again. No oh, man, I hate that you, shit. no, because you know that if you know how to rock your TiVo remote right, I don't have TiVo. Know, I have, I just have a DVR. Well, I do too. Time oh, warner. I know yeah, how yeah. to hit that reverse button just right and drop it right on the time of the show starts. I'm, I'm fucking phenomenal. This at this, this thing every, where you have to say while, like, the I'll brand. try to skip them and like it does that thing where it like oh, it goes to the end. It goes it it fucks up. Like it, it doesn't respond for half a second, yeah. and you're like, ah, oh, no, I'm two minutes into my show. Oh, it's even worse. So you back up a little bit. Ah, uh, drives it's me worse nuts. if you're a sports fan, and if you hit it wrong, and it goes to the real time. Oh, bro, that's tough. That's devastating. But I have to say, this that's is dis- this is disgusting. Is is the real okay. answer to the question? Okay. The idea that if you want to disgusting, if you want to skip one. the product, just make sure that you out loud speak the product's name is the ultimate branding. Right. right and right. on that note, I'm going to go urinate. Because okay. I think the thing is, it's speaking gonna, of disgusting fashions, fucking how about in Chinese, all the rage, the Chinese are wearing face keenies on the beach. What it's a it? bikini for your face. No, that's not how bikinis work. Uh, well, it's called the face key. That is a ski mask. Yeah. That sorry. is a ski mask. No. That's just, that's just, that's just <laughs> Robin Banks. Robin Banks, baby. Robin Banks. <laughs> No, those are ski masks. They're turning themselves into luchadors. I like that, I like that they make the little kid one. Yeah, I know. They totally look luchador. like luchadors. luchadors right on the beach. I don't think that anybody in uh, China has ever seen <laughs> Mexican you know lucha libre wrestling. The worst part about it is that like, if you're going to go meet some friends at the beach, I mean, you are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are fucked, man. <laughs> Like, which one of those is Susie? Okay. You hey, I mean? Mitch, which one's a Mitch, female? Mitch, you're coming point. to the beach today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can spot me. I'm going to be in the red face kini. Okay. Red okay. one. Red one. There's not a lot of red ones there today. Um, hold on. Let me look around. Yeah. There's like seven to eight of them bitches. Okay. Um, so I'm looking for black skin under a red kini. Uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, damn. Minus the racism <laughs> element. It should be. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize that I would also be one of the three people on the beach who's black. Uh, solid point. All right. I wore all long sleeves today, so this is gonna be a real predicament for us. I'm wearing the purple leopard print face kini. <laughs> bejeweled back. I pimped out my face kini. 
fucking got little little fucking uh Yo, hey. rhinestones and shit like what's okay, up mitch you see me i got the face cleaning with the spinners on the back <laughs> they still spinning every time i get out of the water they still spinning motherfucker they still spinning uh, I'm wearing the McDonald's face, Kenny. Yo, uh, but like, yo, like, how you, like, how, you can't meet up with any, like, if this is a thing, that's right? what I'm saying, right? Like, also, everybody at the beach is ready to rob a bank. First of all, like, that's so funny. you can, like, you can organize a bank robbing in real time. That would be very is, easy. That is a terrifying. Let's go away. Yeah, that no, looks like something out of a Kubrick movie. Dude, now, I don't know, when they say fucking... all the rage hitting China, like, you know what I mean? There might be 10 people on the beach wearing it, there might be a thousand. Who knows? Well, right? how much are these? They're two bucks. Two dollars. Two to four dollars. Why does this become a thing? In many cultures, a tan doesn't imply health and leisure as it does often in Western advertising. See, a connection to outdoor work and peasantry. Preserving one's pale oh, okay. skin, the thinking goes, implies that you lead a pampered, successful life. Yeah, no. So I, I, wonder where, I wonder where they got that from. Hey, girl, you've been wearing that face. Can I see you ain't got no tan on? So. Because like this is a different. What story. are they wearing? I'm back from the urinal. Yeah, right? Oh, we were just okay, discussing right? because I heard us cackling, and I was like, "This is the best part of the show." If and you, okay. <laughs> if you, if you wear, if you're in 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 non-Western cultures, as the as the paragraph is suggesting, um, if having a tan doesn't mean like you get to spend all day chilling by the beach, it means you're working the in the fields, working in the fields. So to to get like that, you're a like upscale person. You you want to keep that pale face, so. When you're very the beach, antebellum sex. What culture is that we're looking at a photo of? Chinese. Right Chinese. Oh my god. They don't it's in that. fashion. It's all the rage, the face kini. I mean, I like how they say a sort of light cloth version of a, it's not a sort of version of a ski mask. Do you know? It is a yeah. ski mask. Yeah, but it's a like, rubber ski it, mask. It's a rubber ski mask. What's great about going to the beach is the it looks sun like they just on your skin. wrapped a balloon over their that's, head. That's and then what cut poor some people holes. say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just like to watch other people. You just like to look at the water. That's what peasants say. They like the sun on their skin. I have I have an even weirder news. And is it no, really? Wait, wait, if no, you're ready, okay. No, right. we're not ready. I really we're do want to get to another this one. Is the, this is the thing. I mean, I, when you got a minute? Oh, I want I want something weirder than it's that. It's fucking so much weirder. I don't. I feel like I don't know how you could be weirder than that. Oh, you ready? I don't know. Right. I'm not Nothing. Ready. I'd like to go out on how about this? Before you do it, before you do it, I'd like to make a statement. Okay, go ahead. Nothing is weirder than that. Oh, here we go. Boy, are you in for a surprise? In the Ukraine. Oh shit. Oh, the Ukraine. Oh shit. It's pronounced Ukraine. You gonna bring it Ukraine? Also, Ukraine. <laughs> um, uh, there. This is an art installation in a museum, sanctioned. Uh, all all legal uh, uh, paperwork has been written out and signed, so this is perfectly legal. Oh, no. As part of an art installation, a woman uh, puts up a thing where she has just gorgeous women sleeping on beds and invites oh, that's men. That's nice. Sure. Men, it's no. called the Sleeping Beauty Project. Oh, to come and lay with them? It's sure. Not, okay. Not, no, no, no. Nice. No, no, no. It sounds nice, Teddy. Nope. It's not. It's not come and lay with them. You sleeping beauty. Prince kisses her. She wakes up. Right. Oh, that's, that's the story. Nice. That's right. nice. Children sleeping. Sleeping girls. Children's story. You just go up and kiss them. You just go up and kiss them. But they wake but up. But the reason I say that they had to sign paperwork is screen. there's a catch. Oh, look at it. When, oh, God. when you kiss the girl, oh, no. I'm terrified to look. You're both legally bound to get married the next day. <sighs> So if you walk up and kiss one of these, and by the way, that is a sleeping fucking beauty. Wait, so that girl's lovely. So she is she going is. to bed thinking, so I, I, my husband will just, awaken me. She she has to sleep there until somebody kisses her. And the it's moment art somebody kisses her, yep, yep, yep. I know. So like that's know. like forever. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's still divorces in the Ukraine. I don't know. Ukraine I mean, I'm divorce. Sure. So like, is there a video? 
I want to uh, see. I want to see anyone mid kiss. The tension of the, the performance is in the seductiveness of and fear of the ultimate moment. Describes the exhibit's press release. The viewer will have to think twice before kissing the beauty. The beauty will have to decide if the ultimate moment has come or not. The show will end the moment the beauty opens her eyes. Well, so she you doesn't have to open her eyes. Exactly. So if she's smart, she's like, she's like, fuck you. I'm not marrying any of you. She looked at me. Fucking cheated as all hell. You got you keep sleeping. Beauty ain't had no choice. Man, my sleeping beauty has sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, video, what I was video. Yeah. You ready for this? this no, is some video she, she's like, I want her. To, I want to see her ignore son. it. I want her to see. Nah, she, she what did you like? Oh, like, no. Does like she wait for the electricity? That's the thing. Is like, if she could just peek her eye open, just to, you ever do that thing where you like fall asleep and you're like, how well could I make it look like I'm still asleep? Can you tell my, my eyes are open? My eyes a little. Can you bit. tell I'm looking, Teddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell? <laughs> no, that's just real covert, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get you on one of these Sleeping Beauty projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, you're a shoe again. You're very under the radar. Oh man, this is these guys are a mess. I, I mean, these guys are a mess. First of all, a, real solid mustache. It's like Glasnos, yeah. Glasnos, white I, boy. I, get the fuck out of here. I, I brought for her green uh, onion I sprig. Bring, I, bring, I brought sprig of green onion for her. You like shallots? You like shallots? I, I brought shallots for my wedding bouquet is punch your neck. Yes, hello. We get a glass nose reference out of tonight's episode. We we spend we spend our honeymoon in my one bedroom flat. I share with my mom. Prepare for honeymoon murder. I don't even understand. I don't think I can get the video. It was really. It is weirder than the face Kini, right? It is weirder than the face Kini. It's weirder. It's not as visually shocking as the face. Okay, fair enough. But it is ultimately terrifying, and I will not sleep tonight. I I bring this up because the obvious question comes up. Suppose that that art installation, you could do this in Vegas because you can get married, you know, like in 30 seconds over there and divorce. Doesn't mean you should do this. Well, of course. But uh, so let's say you go to Vegas and you find this is art installation and you're you're married now. Mm. She ruins everything. Well, supposing you weren't married and you walk in and just gorgeous woman sleeping there like, yeah, kiss her and you're married. Um, do you do you walk the fuck out or do you, you take a tour of the Sleeping look. Beauties? How many Sleeping yeah. Beauties are there? I oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's a probably, room of Sleeping Beauties. Yeah, you kiss yeah. one. Yeah, there's what? like yeah, there's like ten of them or something. I think I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, I wasn't clear. And on that. and of course they keep they keep you know keep it well stocked. You know what I mean. Whenever one no, goes, no, I don't know it. what oh. you mean. Yeah, Mitch. we really don't, Mitch. This is an unfucking charted wait, wait, thing. Did you realize it was a room full of people? I did realize that. I did not realize they had a bullpen of beauty. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Is the are you sure who that is it's, putting on this exhibit? I when you when you walk in, you sign. And when it's, you walk it's in, you sign. Beauty. A, it's whorehouse. Okay, fair enough. Close. Very close. Very close. <laughs> Although wait, you don't really marry. Per se, whores, right? Like, that's well, not, not with that idea. attitude, you don't. <laughs> not with any attitude, you nitwit. Um, <laughs> but you gotta. It, it, it's like to, a, it's to like walk a... into the exhibit, you have to sign a contract that states, "If I kiss one of these girls, I ha- I will marry her." A bi- legally binding yeah. art contract. And the princesses, the princesses <laughs> also had to. All the Sleeping Beauties all had to sign a contract that says, "Somebody kisses me, and I open my eyes." I have hey, to Ukraine, him. what's your fucking problem? Okay, so here's my thing, though, right? <laughs> is it that <laughs> tough, difficult to get a date in the Ukraine? Here's my thing, man. Is that like okay? You you don't know that these ladies ain't peeking. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got no fucking sleeping mask. No, on look, her eyes are closed and he's kissing her. You he's... know she got a. F- I've been able to peek, son. Look. Am I open? You've been able to peek, are son. They are they open right now? Are they open? Are they open? Honestly, I can't tell. Are they open? Okay, don't kiss me, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they're open. <laughs> don't kiss me, you ugly. Is gonna have to go on Thanks. the board. <laughs> are they open? Are they open? Ah, they're open. <laughs> <laughs> what if she just went up one of the 
you need did that, they're like, no, ow! <laughs> ah, shit, I have some in my eye. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. We're all suddenly Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm sleeping. They sleep in. They sleep in. You gotta, you gotta they bring some kind of powder. They they <laughs> bring some kind of powder to sprinkle over their eyes, and they're like, ah, 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 ah. What about the poor I guy? See your that, eyes opened. What about the guy that kisses every girl and none of them agree to marry him? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if, none, like, what if you would do? You kiss well, like five. Well, time to change that oil, Dad. Is you it know, like time to fucking <laughs> go out and five girls. Find yourself a new, find yourself a new cologne. <laughs> you kiss five girls. Because that's all they're going off of, like, do they get, like, and shit. Do they just sleep all day? Yeah. They just sleep in the beds they don't get, all day. They don't get, like, they, they eat. I have a theory. I'm sure they're allowed break? to, like, get up and stuff. I'm just saying as, as the installation. <laughs> <laughs> I have a theory. Is it a 24-hour installation? I have a theory. Okay. The artist that created this installation. Female, by the way. Oh, that blows my theory. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. I was going to say, go ahead. I was going to say, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's so good. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. The defeat on his face. I really thought it was some loser guy who set it all up, and then he kissed the first girl. You're my wife now. I'm Gary. Oh, that was so good. We had so much momentum together. There's a woman. It kills my theory. You could see him like putting a theory together. I really had that theory. I thought it made sense. Going up the roller coaster. I'm at the top of the roller coaster, and now it's shut down, and we're climbing the ladder. We're on a ladder. Fuck. <laughs> really made you see where I was going though, right? Some loser sets up an oh art installation. You got fucking Tony Hardy. The sick thing up. is that if it's a Why? woman, if a woman who's trying to like, um, I want to go, I want to start. It, the only reason you'd make this art installation is to say that it is modern marriage is a mess. What is it? So is why would you make the people really be married? It's it's obviously like a tongue in cheek commentary on marriage and ownership, right? It's what do we have any? It's a Ukrainian Canadian. The listener at home is like, hey, dumbass, it's just supposed to be weird. <laughs> And look at the, the what, tension of the not perform- an ironic The mustache. tension of the performance, that's what I was quoting earlier. The tension of the performance is in the seductiveness and fear of the ultimate moment, describes the exhibit's press release. So it's not so much the lady. That's, I that's pretty much all she has. Now, what uh, is there a contract language up there? It's like if I kiss her. Oh, here we go. The oh. disagreement was later worked because they had a disagreement. That, that I was saying they had to go to the government and go, is it okay if we just marry people out of this fucking art installation? So after the disagreement was later worked out in meetings between the ministry and the museum, Natalia Mikhailova, Mikhailova, sure, public relations representative at the museum, confirmed the Ministry of Culture's intervention, stating in an email to the Huffington Post, we had really had some difficulties, but now it is all arranged and the exhi- exhibition is working as planned. Hey, Ukrainian ministry, what's your fucking problem? <laughs> I mean... This fine. This fine. This okay. It's good. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it just has so much potential to go terribly... To, like, if you, if you, like, finally, like, if you've just been getting kissed all day by creepy dudes, you open your eyes and then you just, like... Pick the wrong one. Teddy, it doesn't have the potential to go Where terribly are we getting- wrong. <laughs> it's just terribly wrong. Without art installations right. like this, too generous in my assessment. Without art installations like this, where are we going to get our next crop of reality stars? I mean, that's... the children of these people. I, I can, mean, I could tell by the feel of his kiss that he was the perfect man. Yeah. Is that any more? Is that any more? How did your parents a, meet? Well, yeah. my mom decided to sleep in a museum one night. I mean, compared to woke up when a guy started forcibly mouth raping her with I mean, his tongue. If you, and, if you met well, on they got married. Show, the Not style, right? If you were just like. You know, yeah, you had a kid true. with someone. I mean, who knows how many kids have been spawned by bachelor, bachelor at fornication. But if you were like, how'd you guys meet? And you're like, well, I was on a reality show and uh, I beat out a bunch of other tool bags. Your mother picked me 
Uh, we did magazine covers for a few months. You were it's born. And, but uh, what about it was a part of an artistic expression? That's beautiful. Yeah. Art. Right. Awesome. But how did you, how did you, how did you at mom meet? Yeah. Well, uh, she was in an art exhibit. Uh, I kissed her and I had this great mustache. I signed yeah. a contract. I, just, I brought her, I brought her some shallots. I brought some shallots and, uh, found me a bride sleeping. <laughs> I brought her a bouquet. I figured we'd get to know each other vegetable. after she woke up. Uh, like, okay, okay. Which, by the way, that's a phrase you never want to say to anybody. What? <laughs> I got to know her after she woke up. <laughs> <laughs> In her final waking moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once she woke up, we uh, went out for dinner. You, you know, know, we made it work. Once she woke up, then I introduced myself. Hi, I'm James. How's it going? I'm your husband. I, I hey, mean, what's going on? Like, imagine, we're like, gonna get to know each other real well during our wedding vows. I can't imagine, like, if you're one of those dudes, right? And you just like, you like made the move to kiss one of the sleeping beauties and she happened to wake up yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, and yeah. you're like, oh shit. Like, imagine that you just like, fuck, I'm married now. Like yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. no, I think any guy who would do this is like, Fuck, I'm married now. I, I no know, dude is in I, this art installation. Here's what happens. Don't get married. Here's what's fucked. It's like you'd go to kiss the thing, and then she'd open her eyes and smile and be missing all but like three teeth, and she's like, "Holy damn, we're gonna get married." You're like, "Oh, because they all look hot in no. the photos." Damn it! Like, of course, I guess they wouldn't have a redneck accent. Guys, I'm just suggesting. No, no, it makes sense though. Do, 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 you, do you think the guys are like surprised that they're suddenly married? They have to know they're about to be married. Yeah, they have to sign something before they go in. But what so I'm these saying dudes is, like, get the, married. the magnitude still may true. not hit them though yeah. until it happens. True, true. true. Now they so, might just they be, just want to get laid. You ever, you ever just walk into a store and go, "Oh, let me see what's in this place." Maybe no. I've never done that with anything that is the equivalent of marriage. There's well, not nothing not, in a store ah, that is the equivalent of marriage. I'm not suggesting you're gonna go in and buy anything. Where the matrimony at? I'm merely saying that look, if this if this was an I would go in. <laughs> I would absolutely I would go in. I would not kiss anybody, but I'd go in because I'd be curious. Yeah, I want to go see it. I have to see You it. wouldn't kiss anyone though, would you? No. No. Mm-mm. Like, would you, you be so confident? I'm going to wear a face contract. I'll wear a face keeny when I go in, you see? That is called That's, recall yeah. comedy, folks. Now, yeah. like, now here's the, here's the question. Face keeny, nobody marrying me. Is there that big of a difference between going and being a part of an art project and getting married and being on a reality show and ending up proposing to someone? I also wouldn't do that. but I mean, <laughs> Except there's money there and fame. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, and also, you're like, not I'm just, picturing... it's not just immediate. You'd be living, like, in those bachelor things, it's like a two, three week thing. This is like, it's a real deal. Kiss her now before that guy does. Like, think, it's not being on national television. Like, think about going to the fake gallery down by Vermont and Melrose, and then, like, you walk out of an art show, and not only are you bored, you're right. married. That's what right. I'm saying. Like, imagine. But what if you, what if you run around and, like, kiss a bunch of them? Like, I mean. Oh, you're a bigamist. Yeah, like, are okay. they going to go, I, all right, they're all, there's something only in the, the first one counts. There's something in the only country. the first only one the counts. First one. <laughs> It's not multiple choice because yeah, right, yeah. Like three of them wake up at the same time and start fighting. You're like, no, no, I kissed her first. I promise. Yeah, that was her. I mean, it's the thing though. It's like if you like, I'm, like you go, you go to your family, right? I don't know, I don't know how your family structures <laughs> work in Ukraine, but you like show up with a woman and then all of a sudden, they're go, like, oh, go hey, find yourself wife. Hey, hey, like who is this? Who is most? I apologize to all of our Eastern European listeners. You're like, oh, uh, this is what. It's all I know. Uh, it's a good word though. Glass uh, I don't know that. Uh, I think it's something about openness. Uh. Shout out to Bruce. <laughs> Shout out to Gorbachev. Uh, Mikhail, you the, did it. The Putin. Uh, but uh, so, this but is like, a mess. okay, listen. You bring a you bring a <laughs> wife to a family gathering, right? And then everyone's like, oh, like who, like who is this? And you're like, this is my wife. Right. And you're like, yo, son, you just went out for bread like two hours ago. Like, where you come back with a wife? You're like, I kissed her. Stopped like by the, the National Museum of Art. You're and... like the Jack and the Beanstalk. Yeah. Like, I stopped at art installation and I come home with a wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I usually, it's, 
She's I guess with what I'm child. Saying. Like all those things would run through your head the oh, moment yeah, after what if she woke up. Oh yeah, it's true. I didn't they told think about me that. just to kiss her. I could not help. I mean, this is a, is a fucking. I mean, it's a strange exhibit. I'll give it that. <laughs> Well, that's why I brought it up. I mean, it's, I mean, uh, hold up. It, again, Let's it, not forget there's people who are wearing ski masks on the beach because they don't want to seem poor. In China, yo. That's, a, and that's the best way I that mean, it can be described. Yeah. People they don't want to seem poor. Right. I'm upscale. Face Keeney. Good. Which is amazing. I won't enjoy the it benefits is... of going to the beach. The whole point of going to the beach, I guess you want to look yeah, at the you're water. Like an, you're but like you a heavy surfer sun. guy. I like am you're a big like surfer big, guy. Big time true. surfer dude. But you, but you don't think you surf th- your tits off everywhere no, you go. So of course the face kini doesn't make any sense to but you. But like your your only interest in going to a beach is to just look at it, not to feel the water, feel the like what happens when that thing gets wet. It's waterproof. It's it's like a balloon. It's God, waterproof. God, that's awful. It's like a speedo for your face. Imagine a speedo. Well, that I like for your face. <laughs> all right, there you go. Wait a minute. That's like the worst focus group of all time. Wait, this is an outrageous pro- speedo for your face. You well, say what? Well, that I like. <laughs> And that, Riffalonians, is how you sell a face kini to Henry Didman. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like fucking Mike Rowe on QVC. Like, I just want this. Like, what? It's a speedo for your face. Oh, yeah. I'll well, we on. don't want anyone to max out their credit cards, but do you have another credit card? <laughs> Uh, I'm you just going to say, Listen. you're going to be punching yourself tomorrow it's, when you go to the beach without a face you kini. Saw him you don't want to look like we, a fool. We saw him get a conscience. We saw him for yeah. one second go, ah, uh, well, and I bet you his producer was going, Mike, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. Mike. Oh, absolutely. Don't talk to him oh. about the payment plan, Mike. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Credit right. card, Mike. That's what I'm saying. Yo, like, listen, it's a weird thing that, like, you you don't want to look poor so badly that you will look so you like don't a robber. Be- do you know what I mean? You don't want to be recognized as poor so badly that you would prefer to not be recognized. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to put you, it. You don't, like want, it. you don't want to be seen. That is solid. You, you don't want to be seen as a poor person so bad that you want to look like a poor person that has to rob you with a ski mask. Hey, yeah. were, you, were you at the beach? Yeah, I was at the beach last no, week. No, you weren't. I, you, I didn't see you. I was, you saw the pink ski teeny? Oh, yeah, the pink one. Yeah. Which one? Oh, damn. Spinners. <laughs> It's the one with spinners. And then in this imaginary conversation, I would then say, Teddy, you're already incredibly dark. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I, I did recognize you. Uh, you were the only black but, person. But I'm not as dark, right? I right. guess. I mean, you know, <laughs> eye holes are very tricky. Uh, but the pigment certainly yeah, do shows Do you end through. up with like a tan around your eye hole? That t- Those eye holes were, tine- were Dude, tiny. Yeah, that so wait a minute. Tough. Wait a minute. Does that mean that tough. black people in China, they're just like, wow, you Stop your sentence. never Stop your sentence. <laughs> Stop your sentence. Stop your sentence. I'm just, oh, now I want to go to China with Teddy. <laughs> you never have dollar to your name. Already. You've That's what I'm like thinking to myself. Like, are they like, that man never you're seen, like, you're never like seen a dollar. You'd be so, you'd be so high status. You'd be like a high roller. Yeah, something. yeah. I'm white as shit. Yeah, I'm good to go. You'll also not be wrinkly. I would be the and poorest. I be. I'd be the poorest yeah. person in China. I wear a lot of sunscreen, by the way. <laughs> poorest man in China. Right, if I if I showed up with a fucking. If just I just tell up, everybody you're wearing the latest face kini. Yeah. That's do you think that people do. are like dropping money in P. Diddy's coffee cup when he's walking around China? <laughs> oh, it's so poor. I would like, I would just like, I want to see like a celebrity, like a black celebrity go to the beach in China and just like rock a Someone really dark. Ski-tini. Wesley Snipes. Again, the way to do I it. I want to see Wesley Snipes break out of jail <laughs> on tax evasion charges oh. and then go to China oh, with a ski Wesley. Uh, uh, no, the way to do it is to say that you've already got your face keeny on because they're a polite culture. They won't call you out on it. They're not gonna be like, no, you don't. You just be like, no, no, no. This is this is my face, Keen. They'd be like, 
Wow, you must have the latest in face keening technology because it looks like you're just I black. Do wonder. You know, I do. Wonder. That is the most racist thing any of us have said, and we've really pushed the boundaries. You think so? No, no, it's not racist like, at all. I'm like, just really of all the terrible things I've said <laughs> in the show, like I didn't feel like that bad. I love how, really, like, after all this stuff about the Ukraine, like how many like you think so? A legitimate inquiry, like we can read it Well, then you're gonna love this. Oh, I like that. Oh boy. Do I mean? What about this? Oh, let's see, like Jay Z on the beach in China. With a fucking, with a fucking, what are the masks? He wouldn't called be again? on the beach. Face Keeney. Face Keeney. He would be on Keeney. the beach and I don't know what they yacht. call them. But. It's true. Yeah, you'd be on a yacht with a face Keeney. You'd be balling so hard right there. You know, your yacht with a face Keeney. Imagine you just like on a yacht and like no one knew who you were. You'd be like a modern day pirate. It should yeah. be amazing. Uh, can I go back a, a topic? Sure. I have a serious something sure. that just popped to my mind. The whole okay. tin hatting thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Has yeah. there ever been, like, two random celebrities that you just felt like, oh, they should be together? You never did that before in your I life? I feel like that's what Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie were. I feel like it was Brad Pitt and Aunt Jennifer Aniston, I'm sorry to say. They're both so, like, mid- middle America, tan and blonde, and I never felt like it. I, I was just thinking, like, because they, they were look like brother and sister. Thinking, that's like, why they A-list hold on to stars them so much. And shit, like, A-list stars, like Brad Pitt and Angelina. I, I don't know. I don't care for Jennifer Aniston in any way, shape, or form. And it's probably unfair to say I've never met her, but uh, no, you can still dislike. I her. haven't, I haven't heard. I can't how say is... I've heard any good stories about her. I, but I, I'm not a fan of her acting. But like, how about like rock, like any singers or rock stars or anything? You've been like, oh, they should be, they'd be so great. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that uh, Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne should get together. Who's Chad Kroger? They just married. Chad Nickelback lead singer. Him and Avril Lavigne just got to engage okay, or something. So the Nickelback guy? And Avril They're still Levine. a band? Yeah, man. They're killing oh, yeah. it. They fucking make Are they great? I thought they were a joke. They are, but you know, Jason a lot of people just don't care. Jason Alexander was in their latest He married video. the Nickelback guy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he was in where? He was in the Nickelback band? He's in the Nickelback music video. He plays two characters. Oh, in the God. Are bands still I using comedians so in their music videos? I am so offended that you yeah. know any Nickelback trivia whatsoever. Not only I know, did you know, know the lead the singer's trivia. name, but you also know his wedding plans. Mitch. You know about their I'm music videos. Undercover. Mitch, I'm deep undercover, Mitch. I'm that I'm deep it's undercover. It's his job to get the research. The, he's mm. the, he's the uh, color man, they call it in sports. Mm. Color man. Whoa. That's Damn. what they call it in Whoa. sports. Dittman. Whoa. Dittman. <laughs> they, color man. Whoa. I'll tell you why, because he's second. Whoa. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not the color man. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know why they call him Nickelback? That's the only thing I know about him, but I've never heard their song. Yeah, you know. because they're like a like a Seattle band or something, and where they used to all go get coffee, they'd like put down a buck, and they always got a Nickelback, and that's why they're oh. called that. And then when I heard that story, I vowed to never hear their music. Are you serious? Yeah, Is that really? I never heard this. Yeah. Story. It was like you put down three dollars, you get a Nickelback. Two dollars, whatever it was, the change on a cup of coffee at their coffee spot was a Nickelback, and so they named themselves Nickelback. And now I would like to murder myself. Wow, you thought I knew something. I ain't know, know nothing compared to that. <laughs> uh, hold on. All he knows the origin of the name. You could read that in three seconds on Wikipedia. Yo, you know about yo, the whole dude's yo, whole... That's really true. What's his blood type, Teddy? What's his blood type? Typo negative. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mitch oh, is right. shedding a tear. I miss typo negative. He Never also good. likes feta cheese. Uh, See, listen. that was a bummer. When Peter Steele died last year, I didn't care for that much. That no, was, I mean... I miss that guy. The thing is... I was negative. I was quite frankly surprised to see that the merger of Chad Kroger... And mm-hmm. Avril Lavigne could generate the cultural ripples that it did. What I, are you talking about? I saw plenty. Nobody of people noticed. That. Nobody I, but I you noticed. What the cultural ripples that you're here's talking who noticed. About it. Here's a list of people who noticed: uh, Teddy Tutson, <laughs> anybody in a face kini. Those are the ones where the uh, ripples were. And Mrs. That's- 
and Sleeping Beauty's in the museum. And Grandma Levine. I'm yes. And Grandma Levine. And oh, you got married to a nickel. Oh, Afro. I'm running very intense. Racist grandma got all nervous for a minute. Wait a minute. You married a what back? You know. Nickel. Nickel, Grandma. Nickel back. Okay, okay, all right. I thought you said some other kind of back. I didn't want that in my family. Real serious black op reconnaissance. Because you imagine. Why gotta be black op? Because you imagine that Admiral Levine's grandmother is an incredible racist. No, yeah, I, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, it's, <laughs> you don't have to throw a rock very far to find an old white racist grandma in this country. It's. Yeah. I think she's Canadian though, so. You know. All right. Well. Oh, or in Canada. Canada. Maybe, I don't know, man. Very open-minded in Canada. They're very nice. They don't have guns. Could, this is my job, man. This is my job. You understand me, son? That's right. I forgot they're both Canadian. As a man infiltrating pop culture, I have to know these things. He's the bro. color man. I have to know, Mitch. You've heard this expression right in sports. I don't watch sports. Teddy, no, you never heard sports. this expression. No, I, I've the been main, the color man. There's I the play-by-play guy is the main guy who says, and he's running down the court and he's got a, he's got the ball and he's going to take a three. And then the color man will say, oh, well, you know, when he played at UCLA, he'll this and this. He's got like comedy. He's got facts. He's got Funny information. Funny thing about Avril Lavigne, Bob. She used to be married to the lead singer for Sum 41. Yeah, remember that. And you want to fucking judge me? You ain't no better than nobody, you son of a bitch. You get out of here. Take you and your high horse and get out of town. I hope they tar and feather your ass. Teddy, as it turns out, I saw a documentary on on punk music several years ago. And uh, one of my favorite scenes in the film was because they were interviewing all these old school punks, like subhumans or whatever in England. They interviewed like you know social d and stuff which is not that old school but whatever people from their moans uh uh dead kennedys and such anyway they were talking there was a point in the documentary talking about like sort of new wave punk and so on and so forth and uh and they talk about some 41 and there's this girl uh this guy is interviewing this girl at a party about some 41 what do you think of these new wave punk bands like some 41 and she's in a squatter house with a bunch of punks it's like not the place you want to talk about some 41 so she starts screaming her fucking tits out about how much she hates Sum 41. And the guy next to her goes, the guy, the guy, the guy next to her goes, that's the lead singer. And she goes, I mean, like, I don't hate them. I just, I don't really like, I'm sorry. I don't really know. I didn't mean to. And she like immediately oh. fucking never seen anybody backpedal so quickly. I'd have been like, that's my opinion, man. Why would she? That, I have to be honest. Like. When I came up through high school was it for me it was all Dead Kennedys, sure. uh Agent Orange, that oh, God, that yeah. realm of punk music. Yeah, yeah. I Agent was, Orange baby. Teddy, I'll split this beer with you, by the way, if you want to split it with me. Uh there's it should be more in the other That realm of punk rock music is my realm of punk punk rock music. And sure. all my friends I was the biggest like new guy in like the everyone's like, everyone's a skater. Everyone, right, like right. it was like it was uh, probably the early nineties, I guess. That sure. era of punk sure. rock. Yeah. Those motherfuckers never would have backed down if they were talking to some pop band and they'd said some kind of shit in front of a, a camera. They never would have backed down. It's so it's like so good, I don't know what anybody of, in Nickelback looks like. And no, I, I, don't, I got I don't, nothing. I don't think Nickelback. that I would give a. Va- I just don't know their music, and it's not for me. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't care for their music. I don't know that I'd give like an impassioned speech about how much I hate their music or anything. Um, I can't think of a lot of but bands that I would did, and sh- then the guy was like, I'm in Nickelback. You'd be like, Hey man, well, my bad, nothing against you, but I don't like your music. You wouldn't yeah, say, yeah. Oh no, no, you're great. Well, you're she great. didn't really do that per se, but she did. I mean, she was like going off on the band and had them as people and their music and how they ruined the scene and all this shit. And literally didn't realize she was talking to lead singer of some, some 41. Yeah. But at that point, why don't you just say, Hey man, whatever. 
I you that's fucked what I'm up, saying. bro. You fucked up. I don't know. Anyway, so while I was watching that documentary, uh, I think I had a girlfriend at the time. I don't remember. And I was like, and I'm laughing my ass off. And she goes, you know, he's uh, married to Avril Lavigne. That's how I knew. Holy cow. Oh, that's somebody I don't like. Avril, Avril, whatever the fuck. Her name. I didn't, ugh, don't care for her in any way. I used to have a long impassioned speech about it, but I've, I've dropped it because I can't remember it now. Well, I mean, I do, you know. there's a part of my brain that has like a storage of like things I hate about Avril Lavigne or Avril or whatever the fuck her name is. Uh, but I've, I think I've lost you it. You just can imagine that she's I think at I've home. replaced it with love for something else. She's at home listening to this podcast with a single tear running down her cheek. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. She's I'm a sure big she Straight Riffin fan. I'm yeah. sure Avril Lavigne loves Straight Riffin, dude. I would welcome her on the show. I would I would love to sit and have a chat. I would love to have a career retrospective with Avril Lavigne. I would have, oh my God, the I, questions for days. I bet she's... I bet she's funny. I don't really know. No, I, I guess don't think so. The, the awkward so. thing, the awkward so. thing about this podcast, and I've thought about it a few times, is that you know it's it's run out of my apartment, and <laughs> uh, I kept calling it the studio. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's a studio. No, no, it, you it, converted it this. But what I'm saying, if, if I had a studio that I didn't live in, huh? yes, people could come by, park their you car, make come in, sound like a squad, be on be on the show, and then just leave. But like, it's you know, I've thought about like, well. What if I had so and so on here that I don't really like and Teddy hates? Uh, and then I thought, like, no, because at some point, okay, that's the show. I have to close it out. Now I'm in my apartment with this person that we both hate, and I have to walk them out to the elevator and uh, you know, see you later. There's a few minutes before the show. They're in my home. You know, it's a lot of that kind of stuff. That's you know? But even still, I'd probably she's not going to hurt anybody. Bring her in. I don't care. I would have a lot of questions about that about that Avril Lavigne era. No. She shot up she shot up real big. She she got in right when uh, a lot of that uh pop punk songwriting uh dynamic was really kicking in the gear. Wasn't with, she like a Mickey Mouse Club kid or something like that too to start? She started for punk music she was, yeah. She was sort of like the I don't know if she was Mickey Mouse necessarily, version. but she uh and by the way you guys No 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 I was only gonna we're, have we're a beer. about out of time. I was so only gonna have this, this, you this were gonna real Levine speech uh, you're going into better be good. You're gonna close on this Avril okay, Levine. Because I want you to know we're out of time. Okay, so. well I'm just I'm just saying that I think <laughs> she got will not up stop him with, from uh, spreading their Avril Levine yeah, love that he has. Love. She got hooked people. up with the songwriting group, The Matrix, uh, and they basically wrote everything <laughs> she did. Henry's <laughs> face right now is and, precious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Christmas morning. Uh, He's the kid on the back of the toy box, <laughs> on the back of the cereal box with the toy. He's like amazed. <laughs> you mean I can send away for x-ray specs? Holy shit, man. Am I so grit? Oh God! Uh, what were you gonna? What kind of shit were you gonna tell us about Avril Lavigne? Doesn't even matter anymore. The Matrix. Doesn't even matter anymore. The Matrix they, has you. The Daddy. Matrix wrote all of Avril Lavigne's songs. Is that is that was my point? Oh, okay. They well, wrote it and they sued. So she sued. She sued and like when she sued and she was trying to claim credit for songwriting, she literally said like I changed that word to park. That was what I contributed. And you know she had these like three like geniuses from Sweden or whatever that came in, did all the sound, did all the lyrics yeah. and shit or whatever. And she's like, no, 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 you gotta give me some credit. You gotta give me some credit. And they're like, oh, what'd you do? And he's like, I just, I just added a word. She's no Miley Cyrus. She is no part of the USA. It's basically my point. She is no, my, she will never get a Nicholas Sparks movie ever. That is how I want to stay. <laughs> they wanted to rhyme dark with Mark. I said, no, you rhyme that shit with Park. Uh, 
<laughs> Henry, what what can we plug for you? What you got coming up? I wanted to ask you so bad about all the Mad Men stuff, but I hadn't seen the episode uh, what yet. Are you gonna so do? fuck it. What it's all right. Do? We'll, we'll have you do? back some other time. Uh, you can follow you, me on at uh, at Henry Dittman at Twitter. A G N R Y D I T T M A N. That's some fine spelling, Mitch. Uh, I'm on Henry uh, Dittman. I, you know what, man? Fuck it. You'll hear me on this show again at some point. I got other okay. stuff out there. Google yeah. me. But this has been awesome. Yeah, and and keep in mind, supposed, he think, did not do the Mortal Kombat Rain Voice. No, that's not me. I was supposed to be here for an hour. I just realized. Oh, oh shit. Right. <laughs> you got to tell us in the beginning. No, no, no. no. My, my publicist was like, you, you, you're there for an hour. I'm just realizing right now that it, it's been two hours. Yeah, yeah. we usually do two hours. This is fucking awesome. Did nobody tell you that it was two hours? I just wasn't paying attention to the time. Okay. I've just been having a great time. That's well, good. That's, that's how we like it. Uh, that's, the, that's where the best for the yeah, greatest if, compliment if you, you've ever if you want to help me cry. out, if you yeah. want to help me out, tweet out this fucking show. Obviously, it's great. Oh, tweet it out, folks. Tweet it out. Thank you, Henry oh, Didman, everybody. This guy, just uh, showering with the love. I just it. feel it. It's good. I'm gonna tear this is up. How Riffin's supposed to be? Tedrick, what have you got coming up? Sunday night, Hollywood Improv, September first, uh, the Men's Club. Be there, nine thirty, bitches. Be doing the damn thing. So come on out. And you have out. a piece of glitter on your nose. God, I have glitter radar. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. God. Don't you wipe that on this table. I will smack you in your mouth. Uh, Why you got glitter all over your house? Though? I got stuff coming up. Mitch, what you got? Stay tuned for things. Okay. I'm working on stuff. <laughs> Good night, bitches. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck up. Bitches!